Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Let's hop into the first song. The bread of life sent down the glory. Many things you were on earth. A holy king, a carpenter, but you are the living word. Come on, many things, many things you were on earth. A holy king, a carpenter. Come on, you said you can say it one time with us. Send down from golden many things. Come on, somebody say it. Awesome rule. Gentle redeemer, God with us, God with us, the living truth, and what a friend we have in you, 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 are an awesome ruler, gentle redeemer, God with us, yeah. living truth, yeah. a friend. But when we put it all together, this is what we like to call you, Jesus. Jesus, That's what we call you, yeah. You were born in a manger, but on a tree, died to That's what we call you. You were born in a manger. on a tree died to save humanity. Can you take it up? That's what we call your deal. Manger born, born, but on a tree, you died to save humanity. No, we call you. Somebody, when I can't say nothing else, I like to say, Oh! 
Well, good morning, 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 everyone, and welcome to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up every weekday morning with the, with fresh motivation, inspiration, and a little bit of music to start our day. Listen, I'm not sure if you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, somewhere working out. We just want to make sure you're starting your day off the right way. You know what that means, the right music, right entertainment, right people, all the good right stuff to make your day go the right way. We just believe by faith here that when you start your day off the right way, guess what? It has the potential to end the right way. With that being said, Listen, y'all know we always start our rooms off with prayer. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to start our room off in prayer. Let's go before the throne. God, we thank you right now for everything that you've done, everything that you're doing, God, everything that you're about to do, everything you're planning on doing, God, everything that is within us to do, what it's in you to do, God, we thank you for it, God. We thank you for the rising of the sun and the going down of the moon. Father, we posture our hearts to give you glory, honor, and praise for everything that you've done right now in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you that no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper because you have spoken blessings and peace over us. And no man and no woman can curse what you've blessed. So, God, we thank you for that. We thank you for that. We thank you for that. That even when we got closest to death last night, that you allowed us, oh God, to have grace to see this new day. God, we thank you for that. We admonish you for that right now in Jesus' name. And for Holy Ghost, even as you rise in us on today, we have to truly continue to strengthen us, guide us, shelter us, and protect us as we know you will. Let us not forget anything, but let us remember all the things that God has taught us, oh God. Let us not be distracted looking to the left nor to the right, but let us stay focused and steadfast on the mission and the will of God. Father, we even ask that you will cover this room right now in the name of Jesus, Father. Let this room, oh God, produce positive energy, positive vibes, and a positive spirit, oh God. In the name of Jesus, let no one come into this room be discouraged, be attacked, oh God. God, let no one come into this room and feel negative vibes or feel negative energies or feel discouraged, God, but allow them to come in this 
this room and be educated. God, allow them to come into this room to be informed and to be inspired. God, to be motivated to start their day off the right way, to be motivated to live for to live for Christ one more day. God, inspire someone, even as they come into this room, to be connected to a ministry of God that is going to cause them to grow. God, inspire someone on today to know that you are God and God all by yourself. And beside you, there is none. So God, we thank you. And we know that you're still going to show up. We know that you're still going to do all that you have said. So God, we thank you that you're rising in this moment. We thank you that you're covering us in this moment. We thank you that you're sheltering and shielding us in this moment because there is nothing that you cannot do. And we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor because nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. 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 All right, y'all. Let's go ahead and kick into the next song. Y'all see it's Friday and my voice a little tired. I ain't there yet. For some reason, my voice is just not there yet. But at the end of the day, I'm still going to bless God because, hey, I can't just give up now. If I give up now and don't show consistency, then I can't be rewarded in the end. And we talked about that yesterday. Responsibilities over rewards. Sometimes you have to have responsibilities over rewards and realize that guess what? God's going to do that thing regardless. God is going to do that thing regardless. Sometimes you go through situations in life. Sometimes you go through things in life, and it feels like you can be so hurt. It feels like you, you can be so distraught. It feels like you can be so off. But then there are seasons where God is saying, guess what? All you got to do is continue to trust in me. Continue to have faith in me. Continue to wait on me. Because as you trust in me, oh, my God, as you trust in God, that's when God will begin to move in your favor all you got to do is continue to trust in the lord like many of us have a problem with that because we don't understand what that fully means we think that it's just you know trusting ourselves trying to make some work work believing in the god of us but truth be told i think prophet christian said you're not god you can't make nothing happen unless god allows it that's what the old folks used to say can't nothing happen unless god allows it but we got to get to that space and that place again we definitely have to get to that space and that place again but listen i'm gonna go ahead and throw it over to a quick song i'm gonna go ahead and throw it to a quick song and then we coming right back because y'all know how i am yeah no i just love my music before everybody get here talking and all the other stuff I have to reset myself with some music or whatnot. And listen, I'm going to start letting people know after a certain time, you can't even come in the room and come on stage. Well, you can come in the room, but after a certain time, you can't even come on stage because some people, you know. Listen, let me bless God. <laughs> let me bless God. <laughs>
All righty, all righty, all righty, all righty, all right. Hello, hello, hello. Stop, Google. You be trying to move too fast, son. I be telling you, we we, we, we got time, sir. We can fit another song break in real quick. I'm going to read this quick scripture, then we're going to move on. Because I get it, Google. You want to play another song, and you want to be heard this morning. So guess what? I'm going to play another song and let you be heard. But just after a second, give me a second, Google. It's okay. God got you. <laughs> Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Listen, I don't know 
who well, I don't know what you're doing right now, whether you're on your way to work, I'm home from work, I already at work or somewhere working out. I just want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way. And you know what that means with the right inspiration, right motivation, right conversation, right people, all that good right stuff to produce the right stuff in your day. We just believe by faith. We just believe by faith that when you start your day off the right way, it has a habit of going the right way. It could start off the right way and go the rest of the right way. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, we're just trying to make sure you're starting your day off the right way. But y'all know what we do. The time now is the time now is 8:25, and we have five minutes to 8:30 when we start our check-in. But before that, y'all know I like to do the scripture of the day, and when I give the scripture of the day. Yeah, no, it normally comes from a pure place, and it's still coming from a pure place. But I always like to tell people nowadays, I don't just pull out scriptures to justify me. I don't just find scriptures to to beat up people or to to accommodate, you know, what I'm dealing with or what I'm dealing uh, or what I'm going through. I believe all scripture is divinely written by God for, uh, well, not, yeah, divinely written by the men and women of God for a purpose, for a time as this. And oftentimes we can get so enamored. We can get so intoxicated. We can get so um, inebriated by the hype of knowing the word and clapping the word and being a, 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 a title that we forget that it comes with responsibilities. We forget that we forget that it requires something. Let me put it like that. We forget that it requires something. We forget that it requires another level of discernment. And I'm just thankful that sometimes I'm able to step back. I said this yesterday too. I'm glad that God allowed me to step back and be able to look at myself sometimes. I'm I'm glad God allowed me to step back and say, okay, well, prophet, sometimes you got to understand when it's you and then you got to understand when it's the world coming at you. But regardless of which one it is, guess what? You have to continue to trust in me. You have to continue to trust in me. All right. So here's the, here's the scripture of the day. Here's the scripture of the day, because I really just love God and I want to get to my next song. Ugh. So the scripture of the day is Luke starting at the sixth. Uh, yeah. Luke chapter number six, sign at the sixth chapter and the 45th verse. And it reads, a good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart. And an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. What you say flows from what is in your heart. That's just verse 45. That's Ala Marie right there. That's Ala Marie right there. I don't know why God specifically gave me that this morning, but in this season of life, I'm like, God, I don't want to be tampered in my message. <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, get my tea. I said, excuse me. I said, God, I don't want to be tampered in my messages to the people of God every day when I go on the daily briefing, every day when I go before you on on uh, waking up with the prophet, every day I walk outside my house. I do not want to give the message to a people from a di distorted place. I never want to give a message to, to people from a place of hurt, from a place of pain, from a place of distorted vision from a place of a misunderstood perspective, from a place of not knowing. I never want to be that person who, because one of the things we talked about yesterday is how we divide, how we're dividing people. And most of the time we're dividing people because we keep letting things come out of our mouth that should not. 
sometimes we have to learn to just be quiet. That's what I tell y'all sometimes. Profit don't, profit don't mind taking days where I just go missing. I just won't show up. Because truth be told, guess what? God, one, God ain't coming through this mission by myself. And true, and two, if people oftentimes speak against you and what you're doing, sometimes that can discourage you. Sometimes that can hurt you. And me, I'm someone, I say, God, I don't want to be hurt. I don't want to I don't want to be discredited. I don't want to be stopped. But sometimes when people are speaking against you, how do you say, God, you called me to lead and still lead? Sometimes you have to step back and realize, hey, what's good is coming out of your heart. What's good is happening, is producing because of the goodness in your heart. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes we got to realize what God is doing in us and stop devaluing ourselves. Oftentimes people devalue us because we're devaluing ourselves. And once we come out of it and realize that God has produced good fruit in us, guess what? We'll continue to see the hand of God move on our life. I know I will. But yeah, we'll continue to see the hand of God move on our life. But listen, I want to cut to another song and then we're coming right back. We're coming right back because it's going to be time to check in. And y'all know how Google do. Google always try to cut me off or cut our song off in the midst of you know, in the midst of, of, of us worshiping and whatnot. And like I told you, I just want to worship in spirit and truth. I just want to have a good heart when doing what I would do. I just want to continue to love on God and continue to be a blessing. But I don't need Google being a hater. I don't need Google being a hater trying to tell me what time it is the when I'm in worship. 30 a.m. Okay, there you it's go. It's time to stand up, stretch, and make you some breakfast. Thank you. Thank you. I understand. I understand that because, you know, it was what it was. If he cut my song off in worship, I was going to be a little mad. But I ain't going to be mad because I'm saved today and I trust God today. Because guess what? I'm trying to mend the house. We didn't talked about a house divided for three days because the kingdom is divided. The hearts are divided. The minds of the people are divided. Everything is divided. And <laughs> whether it be on earth, whether it be in the spirit, whether it be in clubhouse, whether it be in everything. We gotta be people to mend this, to, to mend this, this, these, these broken families, these broken homes, these broken churches, these broken institutions, all of this, everything that's broken, everything that's hurting right now. We gotta be people that are willing to mend it. But look, let me go ahead and play my song, and then we're gonna come right back. Old school, Mary, Mary. Let's go, Mary. Yesterday, 
Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up every morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Listen, I don't know if you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, or somewhere working out. We're just making sure you're starting your day off the right way. This is an early morning praise party room, the inspiration room, and we believe in blessing people and making sure they're starting their day off the right way because when you start your right your day off the right way with God, we believe that God has the ability and power and the authority to, to take control over the rest of your day. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm starting to give God control over my day because that that song touched me. That song really touched me and, and meant something special to me because truth be told, I'm tired of crying. I'm tired of feeling like I'm inadequate. I'm tired of feeling insufficient because of the people around me. I thought that was going to hold me down, didn't hold me down. I'm believing that God is restoring us as people. I'm believing by faith that God is doing something refreshing and something new as a people. I don't know who I'm talking to in this room, and maybe I'm just talking to myself. But it's time to just continue to walk out boldly and by yourself. But you got to know that God said it. One of the things we keep dealing with in the body of Christ is the fact that everybody keeps saying, oh, well, God, I can hear God for myself. I can hear God for myself. Well, that is producing what we, while we have so much of the divide in the ministry, while we have so much of the conflict in the ministry. But in this season, I'm trying to mend the brokenness. I know I can hear God for myself, but let me hear, let me see what you hear God saying. And then I got to go back and measure that word again because truth be told, I'm not finna just base my whole life off of your opinion. Come on now. Your opinion matters, but guess what? I can't base my life off your opinion. I can't send myself to hell living based off of your vision, living based off of your expectations, living based off of your dreams. Truth be told, Jesus could have came him been the great, could have been even greater, could have did even more, but he realized his one mission and one purpose here was to die. And guess what? Oftentimes, we have to get comfortable with dying. Jesus Christ, I had to get that out. I had to get that out. I had to get that out because sometimes I sometimes I really want to re release what God is saying. But then sometimes I have a tendency of holding back because I know, guess what? Just because God said it to me don't mean I can say it to the people just yet. Oh, my God. That's one thing about uh, us as prophets and people of God that we got to learn. Uh, we got to learn better or do better. Sometimes when God tells you something, it's not for... Uh, you to tell everybody in that moment no sometimes god is telling you something just for you in that moment and then sometimes he'll tell you so you can go back and later on tell that person sometimes we be preaching over the pulpit we be coming into atmospheres hurting people harming people when truth be told this is the season where we mend people every time i've done this room and every time we've started this room guess what Somebody has came in and been blessed. Somebody has came in and been inspired. Somebody has came in and guess what? Found God, found a, bl a blessing, found a breakthrough, got excited. But this is that season. Well, guess what? It's time to take it up a new level. It's time to upgrade. It's time to accelerate because God is doing some amazing things. But listen, y'all know what time it is. It's time to check in. It's time to check in. Listen, if you're in the audience and you want to come on up, Feel free to raise your hand. Feel free to raise your hand. I put in the rule uh, that this isn't necessarily church, but guess what? We got, we might take it to church every now and then. This is a Christian gospel radio show, so you know we're able to talk about everything. Literally, we're able to talk about everything because we believe that God is involved in the world. God is orchestrating the world. So guess what? He created it, so we have to be aware. Sometimes we can be so heavenly-minded that we're no, no earthly good. 
I think that's what grandma said. I think that's what grandma said. She said, son, don't be so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good. You're still a human. You're still a young man. You're still somebody who, guess what, has to go before the people of God, not as just a prophet, but as a man of God that I've called you to be. Because I don't want them to hold you on the pedestal because guess what, you're not God. You're not me. And oftentimes I have to remember, I ain't God. I ain't God, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Let me go ahead and check in, though. I'm checking in this morning on 10. Well, nah, not on 10. I ain't on 10 this morning. I was on 10 yesterday. But then I kind of, yeah. I don't know what's going on with me lately where things have been trying to discourage me, Julie. Things been trying to hurt me. Things been trying to, you know, make me feel a little bad. But every day I keep popping up, popping back. And you know what I'm saying? Trying to bounce back. So today, even though it's Friday, I'm like, uh, even though it happened for the weekend, I'm like, uh, I'm ready to just hibernate for the weekend. They say it's a winter storm coming through this weekend or something like that again. So I'm really just ready to chill this weekend, kick it at the crib, and, you know, just vibe, just vibe and listen to God. <laughs> like, people don't know. I don't got kids. I'm not really dating. You know, I got the ministry and business, and I work a lot. But then on weekends, I have time to myself to actually sit, soak, and pray. Like, literally sit, soak, and pray. And that'd be a blessing. So, uh, that's going to be my thing this weekend. I'm probably going to sit, soak, and rest this weekend. But as far as right now, yeah, my morning just starting off a little slow. Starting off a little bit slow. Um, in addition to starting off slow, um, for breakfast, I don't know. Yeah, I know Fridays, I normally try to do a big breakfast, but for some reason, I'm not feeling it this morning. I didn't wake up until 7.45. Normally, I told you, I try to wake up at 6. I didn't wake up till 7.45. So I'm like, Lord Jesus, help me. Give me my energy. Give me my strength. I'm just not making my tea, Julia. I'm just not making my tea. And I'm going to make some hibiscus tea this morning with my ginger roots in it again. Because it's something about that ginger. Ginger got a sweet smell to it. Like, it got a sweet, aroma smell to it. And I really, really like that. I don't know what it is that, I, that that got me recently started liking ginger. But that ginger tea be busting. And I'm I'm really starting to love it. But, um, yeah, um, that's my breakfast. That's how I'm starting my morning. As far as the weather, yeah, I know I'm here in East Point, Georgia, and uh, South Atlanta. So, right now, it's probably... I ain't seen no ice on people cars this morning and nothing like that when I went out to my window. So that's probably about uh, a good 35. Yeah, I know I really don't try to go outside until, you know, until it get warm, until I start seeing some sun and it look like people walking outside with no jacket on, that's when I start walking back outside. But if they look like they going outside freezing and they got a shiver when they get in their car, uh-uh, I'm not, uh-uh, I'm, I'm not dealing with that type. I'm not dealing with that type of, that type of call today. <laughs> that's not me. But yeah, that is how I'm starting my day. That's how I'm, um, that's what I'm having for breakfast. And that's the weather here. Listen, I'm going to go ahead and kick it over to you, Julie. Go ahead and check in. do 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 It's on you. Hey, blessing. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for coming to Waking Up with the Prophet. Um, this morning in Orlando, it's raining and it's cold. Let me see what the weather is. This job, you know, I'd be up early in the morning to go to work. So the weather is like this is um, West Palm Beach. Oh. No, it's 56. Yeah, it's 56 degrees in Orlando. Yes, and it's 56. Yeah, it's yeah. still cold because it's raining. It's raining though. And then also, um, 
For breakfast like this morning, I did not have a big meal like yesterday. You know, yesterday I had rice and chicken. So, right. so today I had crackers and also what I did today, I had peppermint tea. Um, you know, you buy the chicken beef. Yeah, I had some peppermint tea, the original one, not the tea bags, the original leaf. Oh, like the mint leaf? Yeah, the mint leaf. So the, any Spanish store, any um, store you get leaf. I did tea with that this morning, um, and that's it. Um, on my schedule, I don't have no autopsy, so this day I will be in office today. So, other than that, nothing yes. much more. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, Julie. Thank you so much for being able to come in and contribute as always. Listen, I love it. Hey guys, remember, if you're in the audience, we're an interactive stage, an interactive room. If you're in the audience, feel free to come up because we're welcoming everybody. I love this place. I love this platform. And like I said, every day somebody comes in here and get blessed. I think the other day Larry came in here. Yesterday, Miss Lisa came in here. The other day, Shaquana was in here. And then yesterday we had church. And I just be like, Lord have mercy. How is this be happening? But God actually comes in and he just steps in through praise and worship and just through casual conversation. And I like it. Oftentimes, we don't got to be so focused on preaching to people when we can just have casual conversation that can help heal and deliver people. Oh, that's just my opinion. <laughs> hey, Diana, how are you? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, check in with us this morning. Tell us how you start your morning. What's for breakfast and what's the weather? Good morning. I'm doing pretty good. Um, I haven't quite yet started. Um, I'm actually uh, just getting off of work not too long ago. So uh, in about a couple hours, I'll actually be heading to bed. But I haven't ate breakfast because <laughs> I work overnight. So um, I'm typically not hungry at this time, but I'm doing pretty good. Oh, and I'm in I'm in Alabama, and the weather is cold. It's like really cold here. What part of Alabama are you in? I'm in Mobile. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, and then y'all down there by the water too, so that's probably making it a little bit colder. Yeah, I think it's like forty some degrees. <laughs> oh wow. Trust me, I definitely understand. Listen, I'm from Alabama, and I'm not, I don't even like the cold like that. I'm from Alabama, and you know, in Birmingham, we don't get cold like that. I told them, when you live in Alabama, you don't know what snow is for real, for real. I'm talking about because when, this, when they say there's no snow in Alabama, the whole city and the whole state will shut down, and we barely yeah. get snow. <laughs> and I'm actually from Wisconsin. Um, I, you know, I've been in Wisconsin my whole life, and I've only been down south for about seven months, so I was wow. actually excited about, like, not having snow, but I'm like, okay, this is a little bit too cold. I know I got this cold here. <laughs> <laughs> so I got rid of coats and snow boots and all type of stuff before I moved down, and yeah, it's cold. Right. I just feel like Wisconsin, I'm like, uh-uh, but there's no snow and we good. <laughs> Right. I understand. See, that's what I tell people. I can take the, the cold sometimes. I just can't do the snow. When it starts snowing, that's when I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm out. 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 
<laughs> I be ready to dip. I'm like, uh-uh. I can't do this, though. I'm out of here on this. No, y'all can catch me later on. I, I mean, it's cute and pretty to see. Right, right. I literally told my family, I'm like, you know, like, Thanksgiving and Christmas is not going to be a visiting day. Uh-uh. I, I can't Understand. That's why I tell people I got some friends in Chicago and some friends in New York, and I tell them I tell them all the time. I was like, I really want to come up there to visit y'all, especially you know when y'all be having stuff going on. But the thing about it is, it's too cold up there. I'm not prepared for that. My bones don't got enough skin on it. I mean, enough meat or something on it because yeah, I can't. I can't. I'm, I can't. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm. Like I'm traumatized. I used to live in Indianapolis. I'm a military kid. So my dad used to live in Indianapolis for a little time. And when I moved up there with him in Arlington, Texas, I mean, not Arlington, not Arlington, Texas, Lord, uh, 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 Indianapolis, Indiana, I went to Arlington High School. And in the midst of going to Arlington High School, we used to have to walk to the bus stop. The bus stop was probably, you know, maybe a quarter of a mile away or probably up the street around the corner type of thing. But we used to literally have to walk in that snow. And ever since then, I'm, I'm terrified. Like, I ain't know you have to pick your feet up a certain way in the snow, even when you're driving in the snow. I said, uh-uh, I ain't never doing this again. I promise. Mm-mm. I was traumatized. I said, from now on, I'm just going to look and watch the snow. If I ever play in some snow again, I'm going to Aspen's because I'm going skiing with the rich people. That's just how it's going to work. That's just how it's going to work. If I'm ever in snow again and I'm playing in it, I'm in Aspen's with the rich people at the cabin or something, and we probably just decided to have a snowball fight or something. But other than that, no, nah, I'm not getting out there in no snow. I retired the snow. <laughs> One of my friends is like, people actually live there on purpose with that stuff? Uh-uh. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like, y'all live there on purpose. But, I mean, hey, I guess it's good money if they making it up there. I just couldn't do it in all that snow. But then they've been saying Atlanta was going to get some snow for the last two weeks or last three weeks or all month, basically. And guess what? Atlanta ain't even get, well, some parts of Atlanta got some snow. But my part, man, we ain't even getting no snow. The most it became was a puddle. That's what it did. That's what it did. It became a puddle. What's up, Anthony? What's up, Chris? Thank you guys for coming in the room. Thank you guys for coming in the room. Listen, we're just doing our morning check-in. Y'all know how we do before 9 o'clock. We check in. So that's what that's all we're doing right now, guys. We're just checking in real quick before we actually cut into another song break. And then we go into some news and hot topic. Dog, Keith, you came in the room. See, sometimes I be scheduling my programming based off of, um, you know, based off of who come in the room and whatnot. And Keith, I noticed that you was on your little uh, weight loss journey and stuff like that. And I know we mentioned it yesterday, but PTR, PTR, I was like, huh, I wonder what they're going to think about this. This is going to be in my news and hot topics for today. But I wonder what they think about this. Lord have mercy, God. <laughs> PTR, PTR, yeah. Them honey glazed chicken wings from Krispy Kreme. Lord have mercy. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That's the thing. I thought they was lying. I, I think it's a joke too. I don't know. I don't think it, man. But Keith, you know they're coming out with a bunch of new snacks now. Okay. Like, you know, 
But no, wait a minute. <laughs> just just wait a minute. First of all, I thought there was a chicken shortage. Where all these experimental wings keep coming from? <laughs> Not these experimental wings. Oh, wait. <laughs> I guess they growing chickens in a restaurant nowadays. <laughs> where all the experimental wings coming from? Listen, I have no idea, big bro. I have literally no idea but when i tell you i seen some man we're gonna talk about the news how top me saving because i seen some snacks i'm like i hope nobody come in here who ain't ready to talk about food this morning because it's friday and y'all know i'm somewhat of a foodie and i see they got all these little snacks and stuff coming out for 2022 they i'm talking about oreo rolling the snacks out mcdonald's rolling out different i'm talking about it's everybody rolling out different menus but no, we're going to get to it as soon as I get to my hot topics. I want to let y'all um check in real quick. Thank you, Keith, for coming in the room, big bro. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you, Chris. Thank you guys for coming in and coming up on the stage with us to interact. Like we're like I said, we're just checking in right now, doing our daily check-in of what's the weather, how you start your morning, and what's for breakfast. So I'm going to throw it to Keith, then I'm going to throw it to Anthony, then I'm going to throw it to Chris. Do-do-do-do-do. Keith, it's on you. Okay, I'm assuming you stepped away for a work call. So I'm going to go to Anthony. Anthony, sir, welcome to the room, bro. It's always good to have you, Pastor. You want to um go ahead and check in? Do, 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 do. Good morning, everybody. Checking in from cold Maryland this morning. It's 30 See, degrees cold. out here. Overcast skies. Uh, it ain't supposed to snow, but it should. It ought to be illegal to be this cold without a snow, and this is goofy. But, uh, <laughs> so you licking for Haven't had snow? breakfast. Oh, uh-uh. It, yeah, man, I bought a snowblower three years ago. I'm trying to use that thing. Stop playing. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to be out there making it work. Plus, it need to be like a foot, so I have to leave the house either. So that's 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 what I'm looking for. But um, uh, haven't had breakfast yet. About to go in here, grab some oatmeal uh, and an orange and get my day rolling, man. It's Friday. Money to be made, so we got to get the hustle going. Hey, praise God. I'm with you. I'm with you. Shout out to everybody that got their paycheck this week. Hallelujah. Shout out to a direct deposit. I be trying to wait till uh, 10 o'clock to check my bank because most of my direct deposits go to an account all in Birmingham. And I don't know why, but them credit unions be acting funny. They don't want, you know how y'all conventional banks, they approve y'all direct deposit at midnight, right? Uh-huh. They have to prove y'all direct deposits at midnight. My little goofy credit union want to wait till 10 o'clock in the morning, 9 o'clock in the morning to everybody get to work, to everybody start taking transactions. You know what I'm saying? To start approving stuff. So I don't like looking at my account till like 9, 10 o'clock so I get ready to start doing so. But well, I don't trust y'all then. Man. You said who, Anthony? I said they don't trust y'all. They don't want y'all to have access to your money too soon. That's terrible. That's what I said. I said, Lord, have mercy. If you just knew that, you just knew Apple was going to come like a thief in the night and take it. That's what I believe in, Anthony. I'm going to look at it as probably a provision. I'm going to look at it as a, as a provision to protect me because sometimes I keep that mug empty just so M Apple can't come in. Who? I connect it to my so cash. Apple can't episode. come in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Apple come in like a thief in the night, take their nine ninety nine, they twelve ninety nine. Who? What you mean? I be mad. I be trying to pay my subscriptions like I pay my bills. You know what I'm saying? But Alpha just automatically come in, whoop, get theirs. I'm like, come on now, man. Y'all can at least let me give it to you. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so serious about that, though. Listen, Anthony, I know you uh, talked about it, and this is just the 
uh, a, a little refresher real quick. But I know we were talking about finances and some other things. Listen, as we go into the month of February, I'm going to be reaching out to some people individually because as we do certain weeks like safety week, finance week and all that, I would love for you to come in and give us some tools, some tips, some information that we need, you know what I'm saying, on on how to navigate you know, our finances in 2022 because y'all see everything is still going up and ain't nobody making money. It, well, I ain't saying ain't nobody making money, but everything going up, but yet, um, I guess wages and prices and stuff ain't increasing. Like prices on everything else that we're consuming as consumers are going up, but then consumers aren't really making more. And it's a problem. And I'm trying to figure out how we navigate these finances in that way because that means more is, we losing more than we gaining, but then we spending more. Like that, just as an accountant, right? That math just don't be. That math sound like young math to me. That's like the math they tell you when they say, "Hey, when you start making money, make sure you bringing in more than you are putting out of money." You know what I'm saying? But now I think we putting out more than we bringing in, and ain't we a country that make our own money? I don't know. I'm confused. But listen, I'm gonna reach out to you uh, later on because we definitely gonna talk about that moving into February. We're gonna have like a finance week, man. We, we definitely got, man, because these people need some money. But no, let me throw it over to my homeboy, Christopher. Chris, thank you so much for coming in the room, man. Thank you for coming back to the room. I pray that you have enjoyed it all week. I've been thanking, I've been thanking you, thanking God and thanking you and appreciating your support this week. It really means a lot, man. But definitely come in, check in with us. Tell us how you start your morning. What's for breakfast? What's the weather? And then we're going to cut it over to a song break. All right, Chris, it's on you. do 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 Good morning, everyone. Um, thank you for the opportunity. Um, it is, I'm in South Carolina, and it is 30 degrees outside, and we're supposed to be getting light snow and rain. Um, for breakfast, we're having honey glazed chicken wings with a side of wheatgrass uh, and honey biscuits. Huh? Thank you, Jesus. And that's all we got to say. I'm weak, not the honey biscuits. <laughs> Listen, when I tell y'all, I, if y'all ain't following the Waking Up With The Prophet um, Instagram page, definitely go follow that Instagram page because most of the stories and news and headlines that um I do get, I try to set them on there and post them on there. So when we do have these conversations, when we do have these rooms, we have things to talk about and we th- have things to be aware of because truth be told, some of this stuff, most people don't be aware of. Even when we get on politics and education and finances, a lot of times people can be so consumed in, I guess, their own world and everything that they got going on that, you know, they forget that you still have to not only have a Bible in your hand, but have a newspaper in the other. What we said earlier in the room, we can't be so heavily minded that we're not earthly good. Meaning that, baby, get a Bible in one hand and then also get you a newspaper in another or get you Instagram in another or something like that. Listen, y'all, I'm finna, <laughs> I'm finna get to another song break, but I need y'all to PTR one more time. PTR one more time. That's what McDonald's is doing. Now McDonald's getting created. Some of some. Okay, well, we finna start merging sandwiches. Let's put, let's call uh, a land, what is it? A, a land, air, and sea, where they put the beef patty with the chicken patty with the fish patty. And I said, hold on, how you call that land, air, and sea when chickens don't fly? I ain't never seen a chicken fly. There ain't no land, air, and sea. That, that Blasphemy. Chicken eagle. You said what? Blasphemy. 
<laughs> I'm talking about it's so weird. <laughs> but no, Keith, I'm gonna allow you to check in because I know you're back. Go ahead and check in, then we're gonna go to the song break. Good morning, everybody. So it is uh I think 28 degrees, 30 degrees, something, something like that. I haven't been outside this morning. Um, it's clear for the most part. Um, for breakfast, my wife was nice enough to bring Wendy's back. So I'm gonna have to um try to combat this somehow. I don't know how yet. <laughs> so I'm um, grabbing on that Wendy too. It is wonderful. <laughs> now you deny yourself certain things for so long, you be like, "Oh, this what this is." Okay. So anyway, so I'm gonna have to combat this on top of way. I don't know how yet, but um, yeah, that's that's my morning at work. It's Friday. Ready to get to the weekend. I got stuff going on this weekend, so I'm excited about that. Um, but yeah, that's my morning. Y'all have a good day. Keith said, hello, I gotta get back to my breakfast. <laughs> Keith, hello. Before you go, tell her what you got from Wendy's. What she brought you from Wendy's. You know, Wendy's got this, I think this is sausage, egg, breakfast bacon native. All this, all this artery artery clucking goodness, all of that. <laughs> A lot of me. <laughs> he said, "All this army clocking goodness." Lord have mercy, Keith. Lord have mercy. All right. Well, I definitely understand. I definitely understand. But listen, I, <laughs> I'm so weak, and we better talk about food. All right, Keith. That's cool with me. That's cool with me. <laughs> Look, let me throw this to a quick song break, and then oh, I done lost my song. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I done lost my song. Oh, come back up. Come back up, song. Now you embarrass me. I said I was going to go to a song at 9 o'clock. As soon as 9 on one hit, the song want to go from the phone. Oh, there we go. There we go. Praise God. All right, let's cut to a quick song, and then we coming right, right back. All right? Feeling kinda down. I 
All right, all right, all right. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up every weekday morning with inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Listen, I don't know if you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, or somewhere uh, working out. We just want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way. You know that with that what that means with the right people, right energy, right atmosphere, right spirit, right mindset. All that good, right stuff to start your day off the right way. I just believe by faith that when you start your day off the right way, guess what? It produces the right action. I mean, the right, yeah, the right results, the right action, the right things in your day. I don't know about y'all, but God has been blessing me over the last three to four years because I got my routine together. There was a time in my life as an entrepreneur, I just get up and work when I want to work, do what I want to do, how I want to do it. I was still listening to God in certain areas of my life and whatnot, whatnot. But I had so much leisure that I began to lose God because guess what? I got over busy. I got overbooked. I started doing what I wanted to do when I wanted to do that God no longer had time in my life. God no longer had a space in my life. 
And then all of a sudden he told me, if you want to restore your relationship with me, if you want to restore your finances, if you want to restore everything, you got to get back to giving me time daily. And sometimes that don't have to be in the morning, but you have to get back to spending time with me daily. And not just no 10 minutes, but give me 30 minutes in the car. Give me an hour in the car while you're on your way to work. Give me some time so I can take control over the rest of your day. Because when you're giving the devil your day, when you give Lil Nas X, Nicki Minaj, Cash Dolls, and Doja Cats, and all these, these, these isms and schisms, the first part of your day, but not taking the time to have a, a moment with God, not having something that uh, inspire your spirit, not putting some word in you to help you with your daily convictions, your daily direction. Like, uh, yeah, I think you're like, oh, but that's why I encourage people, hey, Get up, wake up with the prophet, and start your day off the right way. Don't wake up, you know, wake up with God, too, but you know what I'm saying. Y'all know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? This is that space. This is that place where we try to curate those conversations that will take us into a new direction, a greater direction, a happy direction. With that being said, y'all, we and I knew the Hot Topic segment. And y'all know, normally I love just talking about current events and all that good stuff. One thing about me is God has blessed me. Well, I can work from home. I've been working from home for about five, six years now. Even though I go to the field every now and then to do events and stuff like that. I love working from home, sitting at my desk, sitting in my office, sitting on my little black couch or my chair, and just watching the news. And one thing is, I love discussing news and current events because, like I said before we went to the uh, commercial break, I don't just believe in being all word, all heavenly minded, all spiritual, and not know nothing about the world. Especially when God created the world, the Bible tells us that the earth is the Lord's and the uh, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. So I like to be knowledgeable of what's going on in the world, even though I'm separated from the world, even though guess what, I'm not a citizen of this place, and all the other good jazz we tell people. Yes, well, I still have to be knowledgeable of what's going on, especially if I'm a prophet of God and I'm in the earth. Come on now. That's, that's, like, that's easy. How you think I got to keep up with my prophecies when they come to pass? They be headlines. They be news. And I be trying to make sure I be seeing them when they come on the news, too. Because a lot of people ain't going to tell you they seen it. Some people do tell me. They be like, prophet, you said this. But no, I be trying to see it for myself just to see what God's saying. So with these news and hot topics today, first off, y'all know I'm a foodie. I'm a foodie. So I definitely got to talk about this food thing. And if y'all PTR, y'all see that in my um in my little profile picture, McDonald's is doing something new with their food. They're doing something new to where they're like combining different like different meals and y'all can jump in on this at any form. For one, at any point, y'all can jump in on this. And if you're in the audience, feel free to raise your hand. Our moderators if they raise their hand, feel free to let them up or whatnot. But uh I think this is weird because, for one, who still eat McDonald's? Let me just ask that. Who in the ham and cheese still eats McDonald's? Like, I mean, it's okay. It's cool. I understand your polite, your preferences, all the other stuff. But I'm not a McDonald's eater, first of all. And then for, like, these sandwiches, so they got one, like I said earlier, they got one called Land, Air, and Sea, where you got the Big Mac at the bottom, the Mac chicken in the middle, and then uh, the fish filet on top. First of all, why the fish at the top? <laughs> like, what? I, I thought the chicken's supposed to be at the top. And then why y'all got chicken as though it's the air, as though the chicken can fly? A chicken can't fly? That ain't a good representation of land, air, and sea. <laughs> like, that's not good. And then they got another one called a surf and turf, where they do the Mac Double, and they do a fish filet, Keith. <laughs> then they got one where they do the hash brown McMuffin. 
and it's like a sausage McMuffin with an egg on it and a hash brown in the middle. Then they got the crunchy double where they doing like tater tots, barbecue sauce under a Mac double. Like it's a it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. And I'm just not here for it at all, only because I don't really do McDonald's on any level. But I mean, for y'all that eat fast food, how y'all feeling about this? Julie Keith, uh, Anthony, Chris, this y'all, yeah, this a no go or y'all with it? Y'all, y'all willing to try? This is a heavy no for me. <laughs> My brother, I was trying to screenshot it so I could post it. It's very awful. Hold on, let me get it so I can post it. But the burger is, you know, I'm not a McDonald's fan, but I usually eat their fish burger because I still make like the only healthiest thing on their menu. But that's a no go for me. <laughs> and I, oh, you know what? Like, well, you know what I like about McDonald's? Just their smoothie, the you know, the smoothie thing. I like it. Oh, see, I posted refresh, refresh, PR. You can see it. Man, listen, I get actual picture. I zoom in that picture for you. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Refresh, refresh. Okay. Oh, wow. Eee. Yo, is that the actual thing? Yes, that's the actual thing right there. Why would they do that? Why would they do that? Y'all pulled to refresh. <laughs> That is so Yo, they fake. I swear, free restaurants be clickbaiting and, and catfishing. Man, that's why I be asking, that's why I asked y'all that question one time on here. Have y'all ever been catfished by a restaurant? Because that is catfish. Look at the burgers in mine, and then look at that that Julie got up there. Man, that is catfish. Somebody go. <laughs> Who approved that? It's awful. It's awful. Let me go put my decent picture back on. <laughs> Please, dude. It's okay. I screenshot it there. Because, wow. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's definitely a no-go for me. That's a definite no-go for me. I can't do it. I can't. I'm sorry. See, and I don't, like I said, Julia, I don't eat stuff from McDonald's like that. If I do eat from McDonald's, I'm eating something like the chicken nuggets. And that's about no, it. I'm probably giving that chicken you said what, Julie? Only the fish fillet sandwich I eat. See, I can't even do the fish fillet. See, that fish be tasting fake. I don't even like they fish. They fish taste fake. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. Now, some people say McDonald's breakfast still be hitting. Keith, you be trying to breakfast too sometime, right? This tea is warm. So, probably the reason I was going to tell you, the picture doesn't, and then I'm going to go back down, or you can put me back down. The reason the picture doesn't match reality is because in photography, we use fake food to take pictures of all of the food for advertisements. Because if they use real food, it wouldn't be durable enough for them to uh, take the photos that they need to take for different restaurants. So okay. everything you see in advertisements is fake food. It may not even be food. Um, and so that's why when you go to different places and you expect something to look a certain way, it, it's not that way because it's it's all prop food that they use for their advertisements. So they don't start from a place of authenticity anyway. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I was but I'll go say. back down. <laughs> no, you did. I was going to gonna say, why they faking the funk, though? Like, I just don't need them faking the funk with the people of God, though. They're going to do that. If you're going to advertise something, you got to advertise it right. You can't fake the funk. That's what's causing all this deception in the body of Christ there. 
<laughs> like, no, we need a we need a real representation of what we get. The Bible says, oh, taste and see. We need a real representation of what we taste and what we see. That ain't of God. I'm just saying, in my opinion, that ain't of God. But hello. So I need y'all PTR again. Hold on. Give me one second. What's up, Pastor Lewis? Thank you for coming in the room, man. We snacking today. It's Foodie Friday. Y'all know we do unexpected. We take topics everywhere, and we, we turn into Foodie Friday real quick. PTR, PTR. So, Lil Debbie, here's another one. Since everybody coming out with new snacks, Lil Debbie says, guess what? We're going to make some of our famous snacks into ice creams, and I'm here for it. I'm definitely here for the honey bun ice cream. I don't know why, but I'm definitely here for the honey bun ice cream. I'm here for the oatmeal pie, um, oatmeal raisin pie, um, oatmeal cream pie. You know what I mean? Oatmeal cream pie ice cream. And I'm willing to try the zebra cake. That's just me now. But all of them is probably up for grabs because... I'm a foodie. Only thing, only one I probably want to trust because I'm I'm not a big fan of them is that strawberry shortcake. I won't want that strawberry shortcake or that nutty bar because I'm not a nutty buddy nutty bar fan. Them nutty bars is nasty. I don't care what nobody say. Them nutty bars is nasty. Oh, my PTR up there. Yeah, there you go, Julie. So y'all y'all grabbing that? Y'all grabbing those right? Those safe to try. Keep what we doing on them. Them good, right? Oh, y'all quiet. Y'all must don't eat. Little Debbie trying to make us Big Debbies. What you talking about, bro? Oh, well, I'm trying to be a Big Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> God, bro, I'm trying to lose weight. I ain't trying to gain weight. So I ain't, no, mm-mm. I'm trying to lose 10 pounds right now. Mm-mm. See, that ain't, see? Y'all come in here and give us all them healthy tips. I can't give y'all no, no big tips. <laughs> Yeah, give me good. give me a big tip that's good. Don't give me something that looks nasty. <laughs> give me what something you, that, you, I know give me something that got some M&Ms and Twix in it and some sneakers and caramel and chocolates and nuts. And See? Little Debbie ain't doing nothing. They're just going to dust it with a little bit of, you ain't going to even get a real piece of the, of whatever you, of whatever they trying to sell. But they they playing that. with us. Oh Lord! See now that would be a good idea though. You know what I'm looking for now? I'm trying to figure what pizza is gonna. Which pizza is gonna come with something else? I'm looking for pizza hard and mass for pizza them to come with something. Since all these people getting chicken. Oh Lord! I can't. Uh uh-uh. uh. They, they, they gonna do the beyond. They gonna do the beyond meat next. The beyond. The pizza? just did it. No, the beyond meat. The oh. meat substitution. Like even Chipotle came out with a new uh, meatless product. They make it out of peas. It's oh, actually wow. really good. Yeah, I had some last night. But uh Wow. Hey, Ryan, you I, on the West Coast? Yes, sir. I'm in Santa oh, yeah. Barbara, California. Yeah, and they it's do six o'clock, so I'm getting dressed for work, but I'm listening in. But I don't eat all of that junk food. Uh I really don't. I've never had a taste for it because it always made me sick. Mm. And so then I started reading the ingredients, and I'm like, if I can't pronounce the ingredient or look it up and understand what it is, I probably don't need to be eating it. But right. I feel the same way about the people of God. If I can't tell that anything about you is authentic, I'm Ooh. out. All right, now. Come on, sir. You better preach that. That is a whole word. That is a whole word. But I, I also understand that um, 
just like this food, people are so used to the fake that they don't know what true authenticity looks like because there isn't a space for that. Um, I, you know, I've always said I might get up in church and tell my real testimony one day, but I mean, I probably would go viral <laughs> because there isn't a space for real authenticity in keeping with the topic of the house. Right. Um, just like there isn't a space for authentic food because uh, most of these restaurants and a lot of the fast food that you're eating and the, the, snack, the snacks that we're eating have MSG and other things added to their food to make it right. more addictive. Now, if they wanted to be helpful, they would add some laxative to all this food so people would be <laughs> regular and be a lot smaller. We have some chefs on the line and know how to do it where you uh, can't even taste the laxative. But that that's what we need. We need something to clean the saints of God out. Oh, see, did we just talk about that? I'm telling you, you're not a laxative though, Ryan. Maybe just like a detox like powder or something. The whole laxative. The whole You can give them some we can put oatmeal in it. You can put some good fiber in it, some mucilax or something like that. You, you, there's a way to cook with oatmeal and other things like that. Added fiber that would make everybody regular. When I had my eight boys in the house, that's what I put in their food. They didn't even know that I threw some oatmeal in it and they were regular. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> they were regular. <laughs> Listen, Miss Lisa's gonna come on here, right? And I might put you connected with her because we talked about that earlier this week how people have to detox their spirits, detox their bodies, detox even their soul. So we're gonna have a whole week of that detoxing and that cleansing out. But I ain't looking forward to being on the toilet the whole morning show. Like, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, I ain't looking at going to the bathroom the whole morning show. So y'all going to have to give me something else that's not going to come out, but just going to stick to me that's healthy. I mean, for for instance, I'll use an example from my own life. And, and I am getting dressed for work, so I may pop on and off. No, but good. for instance, I'm, I'm working on a job situation. And I have something that I, I made a mistake in my past that um, it feels as if I'm continually paying for it. And what the Holy Spirit said to me was, you asked me to forgive you, but every time you reminded of this particular event, you get angry at the person all over again. You oh, have got good. to you have got to let that go. You cannot hold them to that and it's several years later. Um and sometimes you will think you have gotten over something and um you really haven't, you suppressed it. Just like, you know, the topic of the house is a house divide, mending broken. A lot of people think they're healed from being broken, but they really have suppressed their true feeling. So they're no longer authentic. They they are, um, I guess, zombies in a way, are, are just spiritually unaware because they found a way to function, to worship, to pray, to prophesy, to preach, to dance, but not really know themselves. And if you don't know yourself, you can't be authentic. If people don't admit to themselves who they are, you know, somebody with all this snack food may say, hey, I really like eating a lot of snack food. But if you in denial, <laughs> that's good. Uh, it, the, your true self can surface. Um, so that's what I've been working on this week. Uh, you know, whenever I encounter different things, letting all, letting myself feel all of those emotions and then dealing with it because I don't want any blockages to the oil that's on my life. 
I don't want to get up and sing and get up to preach and prophesy. And the Holy Spirit is like, well, you got that unforgiveness or that anger that you lied about. So you need to got all them little Debbie ice creams in you. <laughs> right. All that junk food. Right. You got nothing real inside. Come on now. So go sit down. Come on now. And that's what, low-key though, that's how many of us are though. Like we get to a point that we're just consuming all types of junk food. I ain't gonna lie. There are times when me, I'll indulge because I'm little and I can't indulge in too much. I'll indulge in food because I don't see myself gaining weight. But then, like you said, oftentimes when we consume so much of that junk food, we consume so much of that mess, it can somewhat be unhealthy for us. But, you know, even in the time of artificial food or false food that we're saying is still consumable, I think there are some pros and cons to it. I think, Ryan, that goes back to what the old folks used to say. We can't always throw the baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? We can't always throw the baby out with the bathwater. There has to be some times where, you know, you can have a treat or two, but you just got to learn how to how to indulge in those treats. Because truth be told, PTR again, PTR again, that's another thing they're doing. Because, um, yeah, I'm big on the snacks. I don't know about the Chipotle beans substitute for the meat. Only because I like real meat. I like, I, give me some pork, give me some beef. I just went to um, Spud Dibbits yesterday and smashed some crab legs. So I love eating hearty, but at the same time, I like snacks. And most of the time, they getting more creative with the snacks than they are with these real foods. Anybody want to jump in right there? Anybody want to jump in right there? But that's, I think, um, well, greetings and salutations to the room. Um, I think that's because um, we've been conditioned to believe that um, busy means you're productive. And in the light of being busy, no one really has, quote unquote, time to slave over a stove. Facts. Um, you know, because I'm I'm too busy. I'm 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 too busy to, you know, prepare. You know, and so then it seems like those who you know do like their, um, their meal preps and things are going overboard. Um, but then there's the excuse of, well, I don't want to eat the same thing five days in a row. Well, baby, listen, it's healthier for you. Exactly. Just go ahead and cook. Make you five pieces of salmon. Make you enough broccoli or whatever other greens. I like asparagus and different things. So, you know, switch it up with that maybe. But, you know, go ahead and do it. But, you know, we've been conditioned to believe that we don't have enough time, you know, to make it happen. And then the other side of that too, Prophet, is that, you know, nowadays, you know, they've made food, good food, so expensive. Um you know, but you end up buying more of the stuff that, that is uh, not so healthy for you because it's convenient. Um, so, Come on now. Um, and, and, and guess what? That, that so is in the natural, is in the spirit. The things that are healthier for us, you have to spend time with God, time in the word, time in fasting for the, for the oil that we claim that we want. But we'd rather be superficial and um, try to be a, a, a wonder. A snack. <laughs> you know, but we don't really have the substance. You know, snacks are great um, in their place. Mm -hmm. However, um, snacks lack 
substance. You know, you you can't you can listen. I can give you enough snacks to last you for a week, right? But the nutritional value will do more damage than if I gave you one hearty meal. Mm. Right? That's good. That's good. I think a lot of times we do the same thing in the realm of the spirit. We want to take these snacks throughout the rest of the week rather than spending, you know, that quality time. And, you know, let me say this, um, you know, for, for somebody in the room as a reminder, quantity doesn't equate to quality. Oh, that was good. Let me say that one more time. Somebody went to go get a snack. <laughs> quantity does not equate quality right and so i think a lot of times we feel as if we have to spend this extra tremendous amount of time um, with god however if i can spend listen i'll get out baby i'll give you your 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 four hours right four hours is great but i'd rather be in relationship and give god a quality 15 minutes every single day come on Oh, all right. Because, see, that's building relationships. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't because, listen, that's because, you know, now, now this is coming um, from, from 19 years of marriage. I don't, I don't have a, you know, sometimes I got three kids. They, they're all involved in sports. We got a ministry that we're trying to run. So maybe I don't, I might not have four hours to spend with my wife. However, though, that 15 to 20 minutes that we have together that's when we're like, all right, it's building relationship. All right. See, we want to, um, the, the vacations are great, right? The, the the weekend excursions are great. But give me that 15 to 20 minutes where we're locked in with each other. Oh, That's good. That 15 good. to 20 minutes will take me through a 24, 48-hour period where I have to be Pastor Lewis, and then I have to be Daddy Lewis, and then I have to get some stuff done because I'm Entrepreneur Lewis. But then I, I got that. 20 minutes of where I'm husband. Oh, wow, that's good. All right. That's we don't, we don't, we, it's, it's the quality of time, how you spend that time. And so, um, you know, hey, spend that, spend that 15 to 20 minutes or, or that hour meal prepping, get yourself together, spend that 15 to 20 minutes, that intense moment with God, build that relationship, and you'll find that that 15 to 20 minutes will take you through your whole entire day. That's good. All right. My name is Pastor Lewis Dudley. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to be quiet. I'm going to, uh, listen, I'm going to go um, chomp and chew on this good snack. <laughs> we Can yeah. I piggyback off of Pastor Lewis and say we are what we eat? Come on now. That's good. Because exactly what he said, if we, if we spend enough time eating the right thing, that little bit will change our whole eating habit. And so, um, and if we, we, we just flip it a little bit, so the more time I spend with God, the more time I become like him. I start reflecting him. And so, and, um, and that's what we're missing, especially um, not to come against Facebook and all these other things, but um, <laughs> that's fast food. And so, you know, we get these mm, quick good. words from everybody. 
but we, we don't spend enough time to say, but God, is this word for me? And what are you saying for me? How you are adjusting me? Is this for me to even partake of? And so in that 15 minute time, when you are being intimate with your God, <laughs> he pours his oil on you and takes out the roughness Come on, and make you a pliable. I'm done. Wow. That's good. That's good. Listen, I ain't trying to be a snack. I need to be a whole meal. I need to be a whole meal in the season of my life. <laughs> Listen, y'all know we used to say that back in the, well, not even back in the day, a couple years ago, everybody was saying that, oh, yeah, he a snack, she a snack. No, baby, I'm trying to become a meal. You got to take some t quality time to develop me because I'm a whole meal. Oh, my God. And think about how when you process those different ones, like when you process a whole meal versus processing a snack. Man, okay, listen, y'all not gonna take me there today. <laughs> y'all not gonna take me there today. Um, Miss Anita, I seen you had raised your hand. Did you um have a question or comment? Did you want to contribute to the conversation? Because these men of God finna wear me out already over some snacks. Um, yes, I do. Praise the Lord, everybody. Um, I thank God for um making this conversation because um recently in the last um I would say seven months, the Lord told me to um stop eating meat and i said okay lord i'll stop eating meat but can i at least eat fish and so i was looking at the fish in my freezer and he said no flesh and i said okay so i said lord i don't know how i'm gonna do this i said i need your help to give me things that i can eat that are plant-based that i will actually like Lord God, change my appetite so that I can like what you want me to have. And I Nita, said, oh. don't, don't do that. Don't you do that. Come on. <laughs> Come on, woman of God. I, I, I seriously said, Lord, I need you to change me. And I noticed that once I started going to the grocery store, he started highlighting, I know this sounds really wild, but Uber Eats, they have like grocery stores inside of Uber Eats. And so I don't know why, but instead of going to get the fast food, I started using the grocery store in Uber Eats. And that's when I start discovering new vegan things like Dr. Prager's. And it was just a way of um, putting in newness in me what he desired of me and i said okay so i know mushroom risotto burgers i like now because he highlighted that for me and i started to consume it and i started to change i started to look at what i was eating differently even the things that were bad for my health i noticed i started to change from eating a lot of potato well, I still eat potato chips, but not French fries, where I get the whole thing of French fries. And I do the, the Dr. Prager's. I started taking that off my plate. I noticed I started going more towards vegetables because he started to change the inside of me to desire those things he wanted of me. And I noticed I started praying more for the Lord to take me into the potter's house. Lord God, you be my potter. I be your clay. 
Lord, remold me and remake me the way that you desired me to be, not for my will, but let the good and perfect will that you have for me before the earth was, you created me and you destined me to be in the earth for a reason. Let me be all that you desired me to be even before the earth was. Change me, remold me, remake me. Even the things that are deep down in me that I don't even know that are there. Lord God, I need you to reconstruct me until your good and perfect will for my life. And it, it's changed how I look at myself. I noticed that I was not being very mindful of things. And I learned that mindfulness is being in the present moment, being authentic. Lord, I, I'm in the boat and I'm just trying to make it, Lord. I, I know that I'm being distracted, but I'm just trying to be in the boat. Like Paul was in the boat. I'm just trying to be in the boat just to get through the storm. Just being authentic with him changes the whole scape of how I talk to him. Because when I'm present with him and I'm telling him the truth, he changes me because he knows that I'm leaning on him to make sure that I get through the storm and I'm done speaking. Can I piggyback off of that for just a second? Yes, Thank sir, so Ryan, much for it. saying I was waiting for somebody I, to jump I in. I don't know everybody's titles, but I give honor to all the ecclesia in the room and all the, uh, the presbytery in their respective places. I've covered everybody. All right. Um, Ma'am, you're actually ahead of us because I just wanted to say as sickness and disease moves throughout the land and as uh, things get exposed about our food industry, and things that are going on with our food, we all are going to have to transition, even if temporarily, to a diet that includes more nutrition, more whole food, and less meat. And a lot of people will make the switch to actually eating no meat at all. There's a reason they're, they're having so many options available now that are meatless. And now, even if you don't have the time, you have meal delivery services, as she was saying with Uber Eats, and you have the uh, Instapot and other great gadgets. But I love what you brought out about asking God to help you desire the things that he desires for you. That, that process of surrender, that process of God changing your natural taste buds and your spiritual ones, that was um, that was really good. I had to hop out the shower so I could, I could say that, and, I, and then I got to go. Now, how about the shower? <laughs> that was good. That was good. Bring up Dr. Trina. That was definitely good. That was definitely good, Ryan. Listen, what's crazy is oftentimes we don't see this stuff, like these small signs. That's why I tell people all the time, we have to pay attention to those small signs. Because, man, it's it's, <laughs> it's stuff like that, that low-key I'm, I wouldn't say I'm nervous of, but that transition would be interesting for us to see, Ryan. That's why even now, I didn't start changing a little stuff in my diet. Like, even ground beef, I don't eat as much. I told y'all yesterday when I was over here, I ended up making me some Rotel dip that was bomb. I'm talking about bomb. But my healthy choice this time was changing over. Instead of using ground beef, uh, using ground beef, using the red meat, I would switch it up to turkey. You know what I'm saying? The turkey meat. Even though you got to season it a little bit better to keep, even though you got to throw a little oil on it and whatnot. 
Oh, yeah, it's certain things that I'm trying to do even to make sure I'm eating a little bit healthy, even though I'm trying to, you know, eat as much as I can to gain me three, four pounds. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know why you want to do that. I'm telling you, I just need it. I just need like a little more. But, but also, I was reading in the scriptures about how the children of Israel were complaining against Moses because Prophet Cornish has me uh, doing a lot of Bible reading lately. Whatever food that God gave them was so good for them that the word says that their shoes did not rot. Mm. Their clothes did not rot. But rather than them desire that food, they went and complained against uh, Moses and God and did not like the food. So much so that, well, we don't really preach on this text very often, but God sent snakes in the camp. Mm, that's good. And the people were dying. So they went back to Moses and said, we've sinned. And so God had Moses make, and I don't have time to explain Greek mythology. I will not do it this morning. Um, God had Moses make a snake out of bronze and gold and told him whoever looked upon the snake could live, which really was a picture of what would happen to Christ um, on the cross because the snake represents the burden of sin and humanity because the snake was the one who deceived Adam and Eve. <laughs> but anyhow, um, I just thought that was interesting that, um, again, I don't know everybody's <laughs> titles, so that's why I haven't called anybody's titles very often. But I, I really enjoyed what the other lady had to say about the, the changing of the desires and the diet. Because, um, I, you know, we start, started talking about fast food, but I think as God changes most of that for all of us, um, it's going to start to taste real nasty. And maybe when we desire what God desires for us, maybe our clothes won't rot like the children of Israel. That would be nice to have some shoes that don't wear out. That would be real nice. That'd be nice. Well, metaphorically, though, to what you just said and why people don't teach their text, it's because we're too busy trying to shout people to think that what they're going to get from God is real. It's supposed to be easy. And we have no uh, part in it. We don't have to be obedient and, 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 and go through the process. And I think that the problem is, is that we de-emphasize how we murmur and complain while we're in the process. And many of us do. We try to figure it out. Uh, from a standpoint of how to emotionally handle when you're in transition, when God is bringing you out of abundance situation into your abundance, into what he promised you. But you got to be careful at how you complain about the transition because what, what he's showing us in that text is that your shoes didn't wear out, you eating manna, you ain't hungry, uh, no nations are coming to attack you because you don't have an army, you don't have an infrastructure, you don't have anything. But all you have is murmuring and complaining. And I think that when you really think about it from that perspective, when Lamentation says it's by his mercy that we're not consumed, when he sent the snakes out there, he sent it as a as a sign is to say, murmur is sin, complaining is sin. And we don't teach that to people. You know, we teach them how to decree and declare. You know, we teach them how to fast and we tell them they need Acts 2 and 38 and all those kind of things. But we don't teach them that their words actually form who our words actually form the, the, the worlds of our, our, our destiny. And That's good, Pastor so when you understand that, not only will you watch your mouth, but you'll learn how to really have real Thanksgiving. When watch your mouth when, when when you when you eat manna, 
and you got you got enough for what your family is versus looking over the next and say, well, that family of ten got more manner than me. Well, they got more manner than them than you because they got a family of ten. You got a family of three. Why are you complaining about what you got or what they got? What could, the capacity of how God blesses you is how we're supposed to really walk with God. And Noah Jones said this, and I never forgot it, and I quoted a lot. But he said that why should a cup that's full be envious of a bathtub that's full if you're full? In other words, understand the capacity of what God blessed you with. And in the body of Christ, we created this thing. Oh, well, you ain't got for 50 uh, folks in your church. Well, that might be my capacity. And all I need to do is be happy with the capacity I got. And because you got a mega church don't mean you're more annoyed than me. That's what God assigns you based on the capacity that he created you with. So when we start really delving into the scriptures and delving into our own personal uh, walk with God, how we complain, how we compare, how even in certain respects when we're dis disobedient to the assignment that God gives us, then God got to send the punishment. He got to send the plagues. And then he's still gracious enough to not totally cut you off, but just give you a little tap here. Let a, let a little snake bite get you right here. Let your finances drop, dry up for a little bit. Let some folks rise up and complain against you so you can see what it's like when you're leading God's people or you're leading a company or you're leading your family, how it really feels to be disrespected. And if you're tuned in to the spirit of God, then you'll understand. I need to pull back with my murmur. My words have been stout. My my actions have been has been slack. You know, me I haven't done my end of the bargain. And when we start becoming more self-aware and having an emotional EQ with God, then and only then can we learn to watch our mouth and have the proper thanksgiving when we are going through the valley of the shadow of death. It said you're going through the valley. It said you're going to stay. But you will stay there if you keep uh, running your mouth. And that's why some folks are in perpetual cycles because they talk too much. But I'm going to shut up. Anybody else who's next? May I say something yes, again? Yes, ma'am. Um, Ryan, thank you so much for giving that word about the wilderness. Um, that just that that's such the nail on the head, and and also the the word about manna, a doctor. Just everything that has been spoken in this room is just so profound. The reason why I say that is because sometimes people can have um, a spirit of my way. Like they were in in the the wilderness, they just had a my way spirit. Like we wanna we wanna make the golden cow because this is the way that we know. This is our way. We don't want to go God's way, and we want the the meat because we're so used to eating meat. This manna is not good enough, and it was straight from heaven. It it was it was like the it is the word, the manna going into the body, and it was clean and pure but they said we want to do it our way and it'll make somebody walk for 40 years and they don't even realize that they're still walking in a circle and the only way to get out of the wilderness and the circle is to do it God's way and and when you all are saying these things it just it hits me so deeply in my my spirit and my my soul because you see some people and they walk in circles. You see yourself and you're like, why is it that I keep going through the same test over and over and over again? And sometimes it's not my will and my way. It's God's will 
and his way. Lord God, show me the way out. Give me a heart like Caleb that I get out of this cycle. And I thank you all so much for saying these things because it, it puts a spotlight on different parts of your life and it makes you say, wow, Lord, I just want to fall on my face right now. Pastor Charles, I see your mic was off mute. Did you want to come come in and say something? All right, Prophet Chris. Um, um, yeah. What did you say, Pastor Charles? No, I, I'm I'm listening to a lot of the references so far that I've been since I've been on. Good morning, everybody. First of all, hey everybody, everybody, everybody. Um, uh, I, I was listening to a lot of different references, you know, to appetites and things like that. I, um, I, I really appreciate the word. I think it was Sister Nita that Lord, um, Lord, change my appetite um, so that I want the things that you want. I think that is the that is the got to be the heart cry um, of His people in this season. I was actually talking about that um, in our uh, prayer time at our church. Uh, that we really got to learn, first of all, be able to trust his heart, trust his heart that he knows what's best, that, that when he places inside of us desires, his desires, we'll start to see his kingdom dynamic happen. I'm just really, really excited to hear that and just know that that is in the atmosphere. Just glad to know that my antenna is picking up the right frequency of the spirit. It's a good thing. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, y'all don't talk about too appetite too long because I'm, I'm about to find me some breakfast. Jesus, touch me. And uh, thank the Lord. Pastor Charles, you already know it's going on 10 o'clock, so I'm in the kitchen now. I said, hello, these people are going to get me excited. Let me go ahead and go to my kitchen just start making me some breakfast when they preach me hungry. <laughs> I said the same thing. Man, because this is so good. And it goes into the conversation basically that we've been having all weekend that we're going to have today, because truth be told, a lot of that murmuring and complaining, we identified that yesterday is sometimes what can divide a house, what can divide a home, what can divide a family. Look, shameless plug, and this is going to be in my news or hot topic segment, but there's a show out right now called Euphoria. And y'all, when I tell y'all, this show is everywhere. It's a lot going on. But when you see the dynamic, the message, and what the, the writers, directors, and the people was trying to convey in this show, it's really, really powerful because it talks about a divided home. It talks about how we're unstructured, how we're unsettled, and it talks about these same issues that we have now. I, there are sometimes <laughs> there be some families that be arguing because one kid can't eat what the other kid eat. And then the other kid got to compare themselves. Oh, well, why are you showing special treatment to them? And why are you doing this to that? And it's like, hold on. Back in the day, even if I would have talked back and was trying to compare myself to my brother, my mom would have said, because I'm the mama and this is my house and this is what I do. You know what I'm saying? Now, granted, we live in a whole different generation where they're not always, I guess, so forceful and dogmatic. But I think it's interesting because this division, this divide comes from those simple things like the murmuring and the complaining. But this is why I want to have the question, the conversation today about mending that brokenness, because I think it comes from, I guess, a brokenness that can be placed in people's heart and people's spirit, what people they consumed over all the years that they have to detox out and push out. Like, so even as we actually, you know what? 
yeah, I'm going to continue the conversation now. Google going to tell me when to play another song. But, yeah, even as we move over into that now, Ryan, Pastor Charles, um, Pastor Payne, you weren't here. But, man, definitely go back and listen to the replay. And then, hey, still contribute now. Still contribute now. But, Pastor Payne, I know you have. You probably would have had a mouthful to say on everything that we've been talking about. Because even in this divided home thing, even this divided kingdom thing, we have to get to a place, I think, of just amending that brokenness but how do we mend the brokenness when we're always still consuming the same thing when we're st always still eating that same field and of course we hinted at it today we have to be willing to change our appetite we have to be willing to change up our diet and the things that we intake but then can y'all give me some other things that we can do to start mending this brokenness because we didn't talk about how you know the division has come from pride that's in the land it has come from the comparison the covering, the, the murmuring, the complaining. It has become from, you know, people just having conversation that they shouldn't have when they just learn to close their mouth, all that good stuff. But to sum, uh, to sum it up, as a body of believers, as individuals, what are some solutions that we can implement, not only into our personal life, but into our business systems and even in our homes on mending other people's brokenness? Because we even talked about it from perspective yesterday. You know what I'm saying? So how do we look at it from a different, <laughs> and what's interesting is how we look at it today from a perspective of food. <laughs> but we look at it from different perspectives and I'm learning, okay, well, hey, we have to change the system. We have to change what we're doing, but in order to change, it's gonna come with some steps. It's gonna come with the strategy. And what's crazy is one of the strategies y'all already gave me came through food, but I wanna pull on another strategy if you can. Ryan, you still there? Cause man, you have been poor all morning. I'm, I am still here. I'm just uh, in transit to work. Um, oh, okay. I've okay. been running the office by myself. But I was going to say um, to that point that you have to uh, acknowledge the truth. The first step for me is always acknowledging the truth about myself and then taking that truth to God and saying, okay, is this your truth? That's good. Because there are two different versions of truth. Because the Bible says, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Now, we've had a lot of talk about people living in their truth. But your truth may not be God's truth. That's good. Because you may not have the right perception about yourself. You may not see yourself correctly. You may not have on the full armor of God. You may not see the reflection of Christ in your character. You may be lacking in the fruits of the Spirit. So your truth, depending on how you process you know, through life may not be God's truth for you because his word says that your eyes have not seen, your ears have not heard, and it hasn't even entered into your own head that which he desires for you until he reveals it to you. Um, but I thought about <clears throat> Second Timothy. Um, and so, you know, sometimes when I'm working through my truth and taking it to God, I try to make sure I ask God, you know, as Second Timothy tells us to do, to be sincere in my faith that I've gotten from my family and from those I call family, from those around me, my foundation, and to make sure that I have a spirit of love and self-control and discipline. Um, that That's how I get that. That's how I start the mending for me. But um, um, I can't believe I'm going to say this. One of the things that I often do um, even when I'm praying with people one-on-one, -on -one, 
when we talk about acknowledging brokenness and, and coming from a place of healing, one of the prayers that I pray often is I always say, God, I go back into my childhood until now. And every word of curse, every word of accusation, every word of injury, everything that hurt or harmed me or injured my psyche or my spirit man or my emotional self or my mental self in some way, I release those bonds. I break those bonds. And I call those word curses, those words of um, to non-effect. I forgive that which happened in my childhood until now that I have held inside, that I was unaware of, those hurts, those whatever those concerns might be, I let them, I release them, I let them go. I sort of do it in the principle of binding and loosing. And we do teach binding and loosing in church, but we forget to tell people that if you bind something, you have to loose its replacement. So if I'm going to bind fear, then I need to release something and to replace that. Because That's the Bible good. says that when the enemy comes in and finds a house clean and swept clean and empty, and you have emptied that house out, but you haven't replaced anything in, it goes and finds its friends and wants to re-enter. The strategies of the enemy to make you feel hurt, to make you feel depressed, to make you feel suicidal, to, to um, cause you to want to remain in an unbroken state, um, have not changed. They just bring other friends. They always bring things that you are attracted to, things that catch your attention. And it could be through food. <laughs> but um, those are the things that I start with. So I always do prayers that go back to my childhood because I want to address the root. And I want to make sure that there's no spirit of infirmity that would seek to have residence in my body that would keep me sick, that would keep me broken, that would keep me in a place where I don't want to be healed. Because That's sometimes good. we like to live in our dysfunction because we know the dysfunction that we're in. We don't necessarily know what God has for us. And there is a responsibility. Okay, I grew, up with I grew up with wealthy parents. And what I tell people is there is just as much of a burden as to being blessed as there is to being broke. Pick your burden. There's a responsibility that comes with being healed. Mm, because come then on you now. gotta go you therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Then you have to go and spread the gospel message once you are healed. You gotta do something with your healing. And so a lot of people are healed, but they don't do anything with their healing. And then they wanna go back to the cycle of brokenness. Um, there's a responsibility with being healed. So for me, all of my prayers always start from my childhood and I do binding and loosing. And then I go back and I say, God, forgive me for any words of injury, any word curses that I unknowingly spoke against people, anything, anything that I said against people, any thought, word, deed, or action that I've done in my childhood until now that hindered someone else, that hurt someone else, that harmed someone else, because it's not just about what people have done to me. I may have unknowingly done it to others. So that's why I always ask for forgiveness by sins of omission and commission, things I knew of and things I did not know. So I always ask God, help me, forgive me of all of those things and help me start a new a path, a new plate, a new palette so that I can move forward in a healthy space. Um, so that, that's what works for me. I always go back to my childhood. It's not because I have childhood trauma, but it's because we were formed in our mother's womb shaped by God. And the reality is we were listening. We were aware. We were self-aware. Even when we were in the womb, no matter whose womb you were in, 
and your body your your body responds uh to what you hear even in the womb to the fears and the thoughts and concerns of your parents even in the womb so you have to go all the way back to the womb and start from there but i don't want to talk too much and i do have to go to work so i have uh, enjoyed this i will be listening in as i can um i don't think i have anything else to say but um for me it always starts from a place of prayer to heal the brokenness because that that leaves me in a place of being uh receptive mm. um and mm. then god will send other people to reinforce that that is good sir that is good that is good i think oftentimes we miss the place where even with healing brokenness, we miss the place of consulting God on how do we heal brokenness, whether it's just uh, brokenness within us or brokenness within the time other is people. 10 a.m. Oh. It's time to stand up and stretch. Let's take a break for 10 minutes. Thank you, Google. I appreciate that so much. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's something that we don't um, oftentimes do. Oftentimes we see brokenness in other people and we expect it we expect them to heal themselves or we expect them to get over it or bypass it, but we never actually take the time to go back and say, okay, well, God, how do I help heal them? Or how do I heal myself or look at myself from that situation to understand how can I better assist in healing, in healing their brokenness, my brokenness, anybody like, <laughs> because truth be told, we all have been through a season of brokenness. And that's why I understand what, uh what Ryan said, you gotta pick your burden sometimes. Like you really gotta pick your burden sometimes. Pick your struggle. Pick your struggle. Because oftentimes we all ain't been in that same place, but we oftentimes have to realize if we step back and say, okay, well, God, I trust you. Let me pray about me. Let me pray about how I feel on this situation. Let me pray about how I feel concerning this this issue, this problem, this circumstance, all this other stuff. Then I think we'll be better off at, 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 at making an effect, making an impactful effect. I think oftentimes we're so busy trying to change the circumstances that we forget that we should go in prayer in order to change ourselves maybe that's just me hey you know what i just uh i came in on the right time i'm uh, sorry i had a phone call but listen what's funny about that is your uh somebody told me this a while back and they said your date with destiny is waiting on your decision that's good your date with destiny is waiting on your decision. What I found out was, is that, you know, and I was, I was called this when I was younger. Oh, you're just an old man. Or, you know, you just, you just act like your granddaddy. Or you just act like you're a grandfather and everything. So, you know, I used to kind of feel bad about that. But what I found out was I made a decision that if somebody that's in their 70s is telling me as a teenager, that certain things will happen if I do them or if I don't do them or whatever like that. And I follow what they say and it actually works for me. I found out that I was like, you know what, I'm, call me whatever you want to call me. Um, some things I believe that I ha didn't have to go through because someone else did and I actually stopped and listened to them. But I will say that I look on my own hands, literally on my own hands now, and I see several scars on them. And I rem it reminds me of the times that I did not listen. Um, those scars that are actually literally on my hands right now are from iron, from an iron, from I like you iron your clothes, right? And um, I was told early on, hey, don't be distracted while you're ironing your clothes because if you do, you know, you could get burnt. And I'm like, ah, you know, never mind. After three to four uh, times with scars that are still here today, um, 
I look at them and I like remind myself of the moments that what was said to me. Um, and, and see, oh, and it seems like it was innocent, you know, it seems like it was innocent because, you know, I'm watching TV, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing, I'm, I'm watching TV while I'm ironing. Well, evidently, um, it, I just didn't need to be doing that. So what I learned from that was maybe some other things that he tells me or my, uh, those that are older, maybe what they tell me is actually true. And so some of those things, in fact, I would say the lion's share, 90% of those things that, um, that they told me were life skills or life things that if I follow them, I'll be better. And, and so here we are, I'm now, you know, in my fifties, um, a lot of those life skill things, I believe I'm here today because I stopped and I adhered to them. There's some soul situations that I didn't get into, um, you know, because I actually listened to what was told to me early on. And, and so that's, that's, that's kind of a, you know, that's kind of a thing with me, you know, and I tried to do my best to try to share as well, as much as I can. Hey, if you do this this way, you'll see, you'll see better results. And, and, and I, you know, and then it's still though, as you, as you kind of alluded to, that it is up to the person to actually come to that place and actually do what is necessary. And, but it's, but I'm, I will say again, that your date with your destiny is waiting on your decision. When you decide to do what is right and you decide to follow after um, what God has given you to follow after and do it his way, you will see kingdom results. I'll rest my mic on that just for a minute. That is good, Pastor Charles. It's the kingdom results for me because oftentimes, and that's why Uri gets into a conversation because oftentimes I want to see what the kingdom results and not your results. And I even read this earlier this morning because we begin to talk about fruit because oftentimes when we see the divide, we we see it because I'm judging your fruit based off of my fruit and this, that, and the other. When truth be told, we got to sometimes step back and say, okay, well, what is the kingdom results? What did Ryan say? What's what's God's truth? You know what I'm saying? Did you do? Are we getting to the God truth about it? Are we getting to the kingdom will, the kingdom business about it? Because oftentimes... There is so much division, <laughs> so much division over those two opposites, which, man, that was just so good. I, I, that was so good. I was trying to clip it part of it because I want to get to that kingdom purpose, Pastor John. That's something that I really do. And I have to continue to examine my fruit. But oftentimes, you know me, I'm going to be honest. Oftentimes, I've compared my fruit based off of other people's fruit. And now as an adult, I have to come back and I'm like, God. Now, I know you give me, you know, fruit and you bless me and all the other stuff, but why my fruit don't look like that? You know what I'm saying? And now, I'm the- I, now that's funny what you said. Now, here's the funny thing about that, right? So mm-hmm. because our fruit, I mean, the, the results is what you're looking for. Um, right. In terms of, you know, if we may not have the exact same fruit, because you, can, you can't compare, and it's true, if you compare an apple to another apple, if you look at it, there will be a different different look about it. You know, even mm-hmm. though it may be the same kind of fruit, it may this may ha- maybe a little bit different, maybe a little bit bigger, maybe a little bit smaller. The dimples on the bottom may be di- in a different place. But at the end of the day, it is the fruit. It is the same fruit. But mm-hmm. there needs to be some similitude of its um, its um, it not being rotten. Mm-hmm. It needs to be uh, that it's firm, you know, if you, when you get the fruit from the store, you right. don't want it, you want it to be firm, you want it to be, so there needs to be some, something that's alike, but then please remember that it has its own fingerprint. So 
Um, you know, I, the thing is, is the Bible tells us to examine ourselves. You know, we're to examine ourselves, and but but we're not supposed to compare ourselves. Isn't right. that funny? You examine, examine yourself, but don't compare yourself amongst yourselves because to do so, the scripture says it's unwise. Um, uh, you know, some people, and as I think uh, Prophet Lewis said it, you know, or no, um, it was uh, somebody else. I think it was uh, Dr. Doctor Patton. I think he was talking about or alluding to that, you know, everybody can't be a mega, mega church pastor. Right. And, and, and the fact of, hey, you've been given the amount of people you've been given. And if you pastor and steward those people, you will be doing a good job. And God will say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Um, but he's also going to look at the person who's a mega pastor. If they've done a good job and done what they're supposed to do, he's going to tell them, well done, thou good and faithful right. servant. And, but that is their walk. That is their capacity. Amen. But I don't want my capacity capacity enlarged just because of looks. I want it to be enlarged because that's what he wants from me and I can handle it and do what he has called me to do without acting crazy. I need to be able to treat my two as I would a thousand. When I learn how to, to, to pastor the, the two people that I have, and I have more than think, you know, it is what it is, but uh, the 70, if I can pastor the 70 people that come every week and I can master that and ask or allow Holy Spirit to use me to bless their life, then I believe that at some point there's, that would be nice to be have growth, but I need to be content with what God has given me and be okay with it. You know, I think that's a that's a hard thing, man, because, you know, when we compare ourselves amongst ourselves and sometimes we think we deserve more. We see so and so over there. They ain't preaching nothing. You know, we here we go. I'm sorry. Here we are in this place. We act like somebody else ain't preaching nothing. They ain't preaching the full gospel. So uh, why? Why is it, Lord, that I'm, I'm not you know able to do this? And, and so we get in this comparison thing and becomes unwise and we get into jealousy and we start to pull ourselves down, man. I mean, oh, but I'm just thankful. I'm thankful for this room. And I want you to know, too, and be be encouraged that this room is a blessing. This room is a blessing. And what you're doing is not just for you. You, you get to be the, the, the caretaker. Uh, but what you're I get doing to be the is, example. Yeah. Yeah. You're the caretaker. <laughs> you're, you're the one that's, you know, that's holding cold in the bag, so to speak. And but God's going to. Um, continue to show you his glory and power as you continue to do do it his way. And I'm I'm appreciative of you. I want you to know that. And um, loving what God is doing um, in in these moments because we can. That's what I love about this too. I know I'm, I'm jumping in in another place, but let me tell you, you make it easy for that to happen. And um, that's everybody can't do that. So let me just go ahead and, and dock. Uh, I'm not docking nothing. I'm not driving nothing yet. Let me just put this off. Y'all pray for me. I, I got to go to a funeral this morning. I'm, I'm cleaning off my, my, I didn't know my clergy collar was dirty. Lord Jesus. So I had to use a particular kind of uh, soap to make sure that I don't, <laughs> that I do it right. It's got to be holy soap. I'm kidding. Anyway, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to beat my mic for a minute. But thank you so much, Pastor Josh, for coming in and contributing. And I think that's good. Like, we have to get to the point where we understand what God has for us and come out of a place of comparing apples to oranges. Because I tell people all the time, you can't compare your apples to my watermelons. My watermelons grow seasonal. 
You know what I'm saying? My watermelons are seasonal. I can only get them around one time of the year. But guess what? I also have to go through the habit or the process of, guess what? Plant that seed a whole year from now and wait for it to manifest a whole year later. While here it is, you planted an apple seed in six months. You got a whole apple tree, and that apple tree lasts you year round. You know what I'm saying? And oftentimes, we be, we, we be comparing it. You can't do that and expect to go to another level. Why? Because then you'll never master the blessing that I think that God gives us individually. I think that is a that is a big thing in the body of Christ because you know we all we love quoting this 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 line, Pastor Lord. We all love you know I can hear God for myself. Well, if you can hear God for yourself, you would have known God ain't tell you to compare yourself to Boo Boo and Johnny down the street and and Tina and Ike relationship down the street and then rush you to get into a relationship. Because even we talked about that even a couple weeks ago when we were talking about goals, how goals are meant to inspire us, but they're never it's never meant for us to um emulate. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes we get like that in the body of Christ. We'll get like that in our own homes. We'll get like that in our own relationships. And guess what? That will cause a separation or a division or a form of brokenness in us, Pastor Charles, because it's like, well, you know, they doing better and they doing this and the other one, truth be told. Sometimes you just got to step back and say, well, God, what did you call me to do? How can I be effective to them? Because truth be told, they may be skipping over the little people that God has called you to come to or called you to leave. But at the same time, if you're so busy looking at them, telling them, I don't have the thousand, I don't have the hundred, then guess what? You're missing those little 12 that God has told you to have. And then we, did we just talk about it yesterday, even when Jesus got into a point of comparing those who thought they were doing a lot, those who thought they were giving a lot, to a woman who said, okay, well, Jesus, I don't got as much as they got to give, but guess what? All that I have, I give it. And then Jesus looks at it and says, okay, well, hey, she's giving more than all yeah truth be told because you know what i'm saying it wasn't about i guess the amount who said it earlier it's not about the quantity it was pastor lewis it's not about the quantity sometimes it's about the quality and sometimes we have to realize if we spend that quality time with god not only seeking god for ourselves but seeking god for our solutions changing ourselves examining our own fruit like that's a class we got to teach us pastor charles how do you examine your own fruit because most people examine it on fruit by comparison. Absolutely. I mean, you know, and, and see, sad thing about it now, the one thing we can compare it to is what the word says. You know, yes. the word kind of gives us what, 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 you know, what things should be. And the other thing is be careful too how we utilize other people's view of things. You know, Tina Turner's view of love right now is, is skewed because right. of what she went through with Ike. You right. know, and so that's the song, and everybody knows it today. Today, we we sing it all the time, and when you hear it, you kind of go into a little groove. What's love got to do? We 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 go right into that, and we are saying that love is a second hand emotion. Yep. Who needs a heart when a heart can be broken? I mean, the right now she has got you know she has set up a lot of people for heartbreak instead of having your heart healed. That's and so true. we have to be real careful even how we even allow um, certain things to enter our ear gates, enter our That's... spirits. Because again, from her perspective of love and what she received from Mike, she's letting us know that love didn't mean too much to her. And even today, she's married, she's remarried, 
but her her it was a documented thing that was a documentary or whatever it was on i think it was on like 2020 or something and her new husband is saying that he is trying to get her to he's not really trying to get her to do it but he wishes that she would trust him she's married to him she lived with him for a long time and she married him but she she he wishes that she would actually trust him but she's put in the atmosphere that love is a secondhand emotion so here we are you see what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, sometimes we compare ourselves to people that we don't even know, but they are they are inspired by other things. And and God is telling us now in this season that, listen, don't, you look, you're looking over there, but you will have to take everything that they got too. when you look over there and make a decision on your life. And I determine I'm going to look through the word. I'm going to look to people that I can trust that God has put in my life uh, to help me in my life. Now, they're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. But we do have a place where God is giving you the, the ability to discern and to see. I love it. Man, I love this conversation so far. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting on the end tail end. No, you're good. You're good. Listen, I love that. I'm a, um. Does Keith, uh, Miss Anita, uh, Pastor Lord, y'all want to jump in right there? Because I'm loving it. I'm sorry. I just got back. So let me let me get a um, census of where we are and then um, I'll chime in. OK, OK. So and I'm going to just basically rehash. Good morning, everybody. And welcome to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up every morning with fresh inspiration, motivation and a little bit of music to start our day. Listen, I don't know if you're on your way to work, come home from work, already at work, somewhere working out. We just want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way. That means with the right people, right conversation, right music, right atmosphere, all that good white stuff to make your day go the right way. With that being said, we're in a conversation that we've been having for the last three days about a divided house. And we're on part three, basically, of mending the brokenness and mending the brokenness. And, you know, over the last two days, we've addressed that there is division, not only division in the body of Christ, not only division in the church, not only division in our homes, but also in our hearts and in our minds and our spirits and stuff like that. But then yesterday we had the time to address uh, some of the issues and why they're why we have the division while we see certain things like pride and lust and all the other stuff and comparison and, and and a dishonor that causes this division to creep in however today we want to further the conversation to talking about how we mend this brokenness how we mend the divide because truth be told even jesus you know we talked about it yesterday even jesus had a point where he came to divide he had a point of division he had he had a perspective that other people didn't like even when they portrayed jesus and you'll hear sound by or a clip of jesus and think okay well hey you know, this is bad. This is controversial. And this is a whole different administration. This isn't God. But truth be told, we learn to say, okay, well, hey, even though I don't agree with this person, even though I don't always understand what this person is saying, let me not devalue them. Let me not discredit them. But let me continue to restore them like the Bible say. You know what I'm saying? Let me not compare my apples to their oranges or my watermelons to their peaches or whatever the case may be. But let me step back and look at me, assess my fruit, and assess myself according to you know what the word says i think oftentimes we're so busy pastor lord we're so busy comparing ourselves to other people that we don't step back to assess ourselves and see okay well how could i make a situation better like i said oftentimes we're so busy trying to change the situation that we never step back to change us all of us say you know well i can't hear god for myself but then truth be told the god that you're hearing for yourself is in comparison or is in in 
and and what's the word that we said and um when you let go they're supposed to be a, a um inspiration and not uh um um uh imitation or alliteration you know what i'm saying things aren't supposed to be that way so now we get to a place of how are we mending the brokenness in addition to of course looking at ourselves praying for ourselves how do we get into a place where we're saying hey let's not compare apples to oranges but let me see how we can grow the store let me put my apples with your oranges let me put my watermelons with your bananas and let's grow this thing let's develop this thing versus saying let's divide it even though like i said even though we all hear god for ourselves and separately and whatnot eventually well, eventually we should be able to do what, what the prophets used to do, the prophets presbytery. Well, eventually we should get to a point where the body of Christ should be bouncing off of each other. We should be mending this brokenness and bouncing off each other to build each other. <laughs> an interesting thing, and I'm going to throw it over to Pastor Lewis, an interesting thing about, I told you how, how I am holding a new prophecy this year is because God is still saying some things in the old prophecy. One thing I prophesied in the old prophecy is pray against collapse, pray against collapses, because not only do I see structures collapsing, but I also see, you know, infrastructures and governments and stuff like that collapsing. And we talked about that. We've talked about that before. And last year I've seen I've seen like two manifestations of it. A bridge had collapsed and then we had that big old building collapse. But now if you look on the news, there's a bridge collapse right before President Biden was supposed to travel over and all this other stuff. That's a sign to me. I don't know about y'all, but that's a sign to me in my spirit and me and God gonna have to pray about that later on. But to avoid certain collapses, because we already realize we're broken. We already realize we breach. How do we mend the breach in the heart? How do we mend the breach in the homes? How do we bring men the breaches in these families to where we don't collapse? Pastor Lewis, I'm throwing it to you now. Do 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 do. Well, I believe one way that that has to happen. Ooh, it might have been said already, but Pastor Charles, I'm probably going to get in trouble, trouble for this one. Let me see who's in the room. And for those. Uh, uh oh, go ahead and say it. Just go ahead and say it. Talk talk. I got to see who's, you know, in the room. So oftentimes in the African-American community, we go by this we have been held in this bondage of what happens here stays here. Ooh, that's good. Oh my, oh my. <laughs> Don't you talk about my business outside this house. And for certain things, absolutely. And then also, uh, Pastor Charles, I almost said Pastor Keith. Um, <clears throat> um, That's true too. Okay, I, I, right, yeah. Pastor Keith. <laughs> right, right, right. But also, the African American community has put such a negative stigma on therapy, counseling, and mental health that we're carrying around these burdens and we feel as if we have to carry them by ourselves, And so now we are scarred. We have 
been in trauma. We have been in turmoil. Um, we have even faced tragedies because we have failed to have a proper outlet. How do you deal with brokenness? Number one, you have to be willing to tell someone that it's broken. That's good. Yes, sir. And just watch this. Just because it's broken doesn't bring a negative connotation to the place where it was broken. Okay. Because we can we can only go as far as our revelation. And so our parents might not have had the revelation that we have. And so we have to be willing to say what you did, you did the best that you could. But now that I know something more, now that I know something, uh, a more excellent way, I have to take this more excellent way so that I don't pass on this trauma, this tragedy, and this turmoil to the next transition. How do you deal with brokenness? You have to go somewhere so that it can be fixed. Most oftentimes, Julie, the things that are broken, we have to take them or outsource that work so that it can be properly fixed. Watch this, to a specialist that deals with these types of things. I'm not gonna take my vacuum cleaner to the appliance store that fixes washing machines. Yes, they are a mechanic. Yes, they are, uh, 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 um, uh, uh, you know, specialized in what they do. But guess what? They're not specialized for this. How oftentimes do we go to places simply because they can fix things, but they're not a specialist in what they do? That's good. I'm not coming against the pastor because we got three of them, four of them in here. However, yes, I am equipped to help you walk through some things spiritually. Yes, I'm able to walk you through some things from my experience, but my expertise does not negate the counselor, the therapist, the psychologist, nor the psychiatrist, because just as I have studied the word of God and I am in a, 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 an authoritative position when it comes to the things of God, they are in the authority when it comes to, oh, okay, but we don't, we don't want to talk about come on, that come on. specialist. Come on. That's good. What happens, Jesus? Yes, the Holy Ghost is 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 the master counselor. But but did he not give wisdom to men? Oh, uh-oh. That's good. Because here's the thing. If 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 that was the case, right, Dr. Charles, if that if that was the case, Nita, right? If that was the case, then why don't you sew up your own cut at your house? Uh oh. Mm. No, 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 you go to the doctor. Why? Because he has the expertise. Y'all don't want to talk to me. 
why 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 if 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 um if if you know why don't you just crack open the back of your your uh dryer and fix it oh because you don't have that expertise so then why do we want to lump sum our our mental and emotional health all into one place when there are specialists who are out here who can help us to properly deal with our emotional and mental health. That's good. That's good. Let's use wisdom. How do you fix brokenness? Use wisdom. <laughs> oh God! All right, y'all don't y'all don't want to talk to me. You talk, you see, talk. see, and I'm coming to, and I'm coming to you from not only the 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 seat of the pastorate, right? Mm-hmm. But but no no no, I have degrees in counseling, and there's things that I've learned in counseling that I did not learn in seminary. Uh oh. There are things that I learned through my therapy classes and my practicums um, for me to be able to be a licensed um, marriage and family therapist that I did not learn as a in pastoral counseling. Yes, I've taken them both. Because a lot of times pastors be out here counseling on their experience and they doing most of the talking like they preaching and they're not really counseling. But I, uh-oh, I, you. I told That's you, Dr. Charles, I was going to get in That's trouble. Good. See, yeah, you're in trouble, man. Uh-huh. That's good. That ain't counseling at all. You just preaching over the pulpit. <laughs> and uh, Listen, and, and, and really what's really happening, and I, I'm, I'm closing my mic because somebody's not going to like me after this. But really what's happening is that thank God that there are those who don't know about the HIPAA law and don't sue these pastors for Come talking about their stuff over the pulpit. Over the, yep. All right. That part. That part. That part. Listen. We, we listen. talked about that earlier. I was gonna say we talked about that earlier this week. Didn't then um Cardi B just saw a YouTuber for 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 trying to run her na- man? Come on now, I'm sorry. Listen, the funny thing about it is, is that and even if you do counsel as a pastor, know where your limitations are and learn yes. how to refer. Um, we I've, now in my um life, I've had some counseling training. I have gone through some uh, courses and things like that, but I am not Dr. Lewis. And so in certain, in a lot of situations, when it starts to get heady and you've got to have a sense of um, not having so much pride um, as a pastor or as a Wait, 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 wait. Don't run over that. Don't run over that. Say that again. Say that again. We got to learn how to not be prideful and learn how to refer when you know it's bigger than what you can handle. When you know it's bigger than, see, that's our problem a lot of times is that we, sometimes we have a Messiah complex where we want to try to save everybody. And so we have to be very, very wow, careful. Wow, that's good, Dr. Charles. You gotta that's learn how to good. refer. It's not being a bum because you can't, you, you know you can't help them, you know what I'm saying? It's right. not crazy. In fact, it's the smartest thing you could ever do to be able to learn that where your capacity is, where you're, okay, that's too much for me. Let me refer you to someone. And and also, how about this as a pastor? Have your Rolodex or have it on your phone, someone you can call and you can send it to them. And how about this? As a pastor, you need to have somebody you can talk to. Woo! I need stuff. someone I can talk to. Because, <laughs> listen, I, listen, I show, surely I do. 
Because at the end of the day, there are some things that I just can't tell everybody. I can't even yeah. tell my best friends who are pastors certain things because yeah. I don't, not for out of embarrassment, but out of the sheer fact that I just need to be able to release that word. The Bible even talks about coming now, let us read. You know, I know the scriptures say that, but let's say it's come now, let us reason together. Let's talk about this thing. It has never been, you know, back in the day, and I'm sorry, going all over, but back in the day, uh, we as African-American people could not go to these things because we, we, weren't, we weren't aware of them, some of them. Some situations back in the day, they weren't, wasn't, it wasn't there for us. And so we had to rely on Holy Spirit, and we still do, for word of knowledge and for things to be able to help us get it straight. Now God has opened this thing up with knowledge and understanding. And he now, now he says, okay, now it's time for you to be able to utilize the sources that resources, I should say, that uh, I've placed for you. Let's do that. Let's do that. When you know you need help, if you know you can't handle it, refer, let it go. Get off the pride. Let it go. And allow Holy Spirit to lead you in that way to someone, to, to refer to the person to someone that is going to be healthy and is going to help them. Amen. Let's do it. That's so good. That's so good. I oh, you know. What no, I was saying, um, I like the Messiah complex. I just, that is so true. We try to save everybody. No, that's all I want to say. Miss Anita, I'm going to throw it over to you. I think you took your mic off mute real quick. You know what? It, I, I just got over the Messiah complex. <laughs> like that was like one big thing. And the way the Lord did it was he had me work on a project with my mother. And when I was working on that project with my mother, he started showing me different things in me and why I always wanted to go in and save people. Like I, I just wanted to just jump in and just fix all their problems. And, and he showed me even as a child, I used to like think about people that were having troubles, adults, and I would like figure out a way, like I would kind of make a mood board on how I always wanted their life to be. But that's God's job. And he had to seriously deliver me also from expecting others to, to be there for me in ways that they're not assigned to be there for me. So it was a minister um, and she did this, um, this demonstration. She said, I have outer court friends I have inner court friends and I have the holy of holies. There are certain people that they can be in the holy of holies with you because they they understand, they have the wisdom and the knowledge and they have the anointing to be able to counsel. And so God can use anyone to speak. And that's why the inner court and the outer court are important too, you know, be, but not everybody is supposed to be as close to you. And, and that is using wisdom. God said there's safety in a multitude of counselors. So as those people come around you, the Lord will give you discernment on who can, because that person, they may be just going into their spiritual walk and they may not be able to understand where you're coming from as a pastor, the things that you're going through. Um, some things that you go through as a pastor, 
Some people will not understand, but God will send the right counsel like Jethro was sent to Moses to show him how to handle the the people that were around him and all these people coming to him for ministry and advice and asking them to settle different disputes. But God was so wise, he sent his father-in-law who was in that holy of holies with the wisdom to show him how to, to manage everything. So God is teaching me how to to discern who goes into that that place and how to discern where these people fit in your life. That's so good, Selena. That is so good. I think oftentimes we have to learn, like you just said, we have to design a place and position in people's lives. But that was so, so good. I tell people even now, as a young leader who's building, as a young leader who's building, um, not only building this ministry, but building my business, building my personal life, my home. I oftentimes look at some of the scriptures that we went over today. I oftentimes, you know what I'm saying, go back to God after the show because I tell people, baby, I got post-production and um, I got post-production and pre-production when you do this radio show. Being on this clubhouse just ain't one thing. That's what some of the podcasts don't be getting uploaded because I just say, let me go listen to God because I don't feel like doing post-production right now because I need to go discern some things. Like even in my life now, I'm like, man, let me go sit back on this mountain. That's why I had even conversation with another person. Let me go sit back on this mountain as as Moses, as the leader, as building, you know what I'm saying? The people of God trying to lead them out and discern what is the next step, discern what is the strategy, discern how to lead, how to talk to people, how to handle certain things that's happening in the kingdom. That's not necessarily, not my involvement, but at the same time, something that I believe we all can be charged to participate in because we have to build the kingdom together. I mean, I don't think we can just all do it like by ourselves. But I mean, hey, it is what it is to each his own, to each his own. Listen, y'all, this is a powerful conversation. This is really a powerful conversation. I just want us to learn how to gauge. I guess if we all hear God for ourselves, we need to learn how to gauge to unify in the body of Christ. Because I was even in the room the other day, Pastor Charles, that broke my heart because the man of God was in the room and they were discouraging prophets, telling them, telling the man of God that prophets weren't real, prophecy wasn't real. All based off the premise of, since we got the Holy Ghost, we can all hear God for ourselves. And if that's the case, then I definitely need to stop being a prophet because if, if we're out here discouraging, you know, the believers to get the help that they need, like even with Pastor um, Pastor Lewis said, there was a time back in the day where they didn't have the money to go to financial ther- uh, financial coaches. They didn't have the money to go to therapists and psychiatrists and stuff like that. But they had men of God that, guess what, worked in that occupation as well as that vocation to say, let me come in and teach the people God finance. Let me come in and teach the people of God mental health. Let me come in and people teach the people of God how to actually operate in deliverance instead of dressing people up in non-outfits or, or nurses' outfits and they can't heal or deliver a headache off a mosquito. Like, it, it, it got to get to a point where we got to start bringing the unity back to the body of Christ. 
even when we're separate. Like we gotta have some discernment because sometimes things are going on behind our back or in front of our face. And because our discernment has not been recalibrated, Lord have mercy. I think that was the word of the Lord I gave on the same day during the daily briefing. Because our discernment has not been recalibrated, sometimes what we see isn't what it seems, but because of our perspective, guess what? We take it a, a whole nother way. I remember a year ago, there was a picture of, I think, Prince Harry or something. And he was getting out the car and he was throwing up the peace sign or something like that. But from the angle one photographer got it, uh, got from the angle one photographer shot the shot on and posted it versus another photographer uh, having that same shot and posting it caused a little controversy because from one angle, guess what? It looked like he flicking the bird. At one point, it looked like he, he flicking somebody off. But then from another perspective, you can see that the man is literally throwing up the peace sign. And sometimes we have to get to a point where we discern certain things, even when it looks weird, even when we don't understand it, all that other stuff. We really have to have discernment. But listen, yeah, I want to go into a quick song break, our last song break of the day, because it is Friday. And then we're going to come back for our final remarks question of the day. And then I'm going to give y'all a little bit more news and stuff like that. Because um, we just had another person in Zion to pass away, another mother in Zion to pass away. And I see it on breaking news right now. And I'm trying to text and tweet out to some people, making sure some people are okay. But we have another mother in Zion to pass away. And yeah, that's kind of, you know, break, it breaks my heart because it's so much wisdom, so much wisdom dying with some of the older people. It's so much knowledge dying with some of the older people. And yet our young people, are, some of our young people, not all of them, some of our young people aren't at a place where they can bridge the gap. Some of even the elderly people who are, who are older than me, because I'm only 28, but they are at a place where they can bridge the gap between the wisdom that's dying and the innovation that's coming up behind us and I'm someone yeah I'm literally trying to grasp that because what God is doing in this earth what God is doing in this earth is really blowing my mind so let me go ahead and play this song and then we're gonna come back for that final for final remarks a little bit more news and the question of the day y'all ready uh hold on I gotta reset Google because Google ought to be hard oh no I don't Google you gonna act right this time just act right one time, Google. This is the last time. It's Friday. You've been trying to embarrass me all day. What you need to get paid to? Oh. We'll be right back, guys. Let's go. Ain't no need to worry what the night is going to bring. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, 
All righty, all righty, all right. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Listen, I don't know if you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, somewhere working out, or maybe you called off work today, or you just off because it's Friday. We just want to make sure that you are starting your day off the right way. That means with the right people, right attitude, right conversations, right, you know, all the right stuff to make your day go the right way. And y'all know, I just believe by faith, Fridays is the unexpected day. So I just be expecting a blessing. Shameless plug, I'm expecting somebody to sow $100 seed into my life today. I'm expecting that. Why? Just because I believe that I worked hard and God gonna bless me with it because that's the desire of my heart today. I just need God to make me smile. So I'm just believing by faith. Because I'm expecting it, God gonna do it for me. I just believe, I'm telling y'all, when, when you actually put them beliefs, when you stand on God's word, when you're able to hold God accountable to certain things, I tell God every time a prophet, a word manifests, especially a national prophecy and stuff like that, I say, God, come on, I need I need you to deposit something now else in me. Not another word, but you can definitely deposit some funds in me, Jesus. Hallelujah. Give me a daily bread. I believe, I don't know about y'all, but that's how I pray, even in my personal prayer every morning. I say, God, give me my daily bread. As an entrepreneur, I, I, I aim to make a certain amount of money every day. So I have to pray, God, give me this $1,000 a day. Give me this $500 today. Give me this $250 today, God. So today I'm just being humble. I'm saying, God, I'm believing my faith that I'm going to get an unexpected $100 today in Jesus' name. Listen, I just had to feel the atmosphere with my expectations. And I pray you can feel the atmosphere wherever you are with your expectations today. I expect, hold on, let me prophesy to somebody. Julie, unexpected blessing. I expect you to get your nails done this weekend. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's an unexpected blessing that's going to come in Jesus' name. <laughs> Listen. It's time to go ahead and wrap this on up, y'all. It's Friday. Y'all know I be trying to get out the office on Friday. I be trying to get done with work and stuff on Friday so I can have my weekend to myself to go soak and seek God. I'm telling y'all, one of the good things that I love about being a prophet of God is when I actually decided, literally years ago, when I said, God, I'm going to be a prophet of God for you. He said, okay. And he made this a full-time position. And the great thing about this position is it requires you to sleep. Oh, God. It requires you to rest and dream. And that'd be the best part about this job. I'm talking about it come with a little travel. It come with a little labor. It come with a little frustrations and stuff like that. But I think the best part about it, when God said, hey, you need to take this time to hear from me. Hey, you need to take this time to go sleep and rest. I'm talking about he, he put Adam to sleep to bring, uh, to bring him a blessing and all that the good stuff so i think it's a blessing when god puts certain people to sleep even jesus jesus went to sleep on the boat while everybody in the on the boat crying and fussing and hollering because the storm coming da -da 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 -da. jesus over there sleeping when he get up he said look let me just like this why y'all worried why y'all tripping oh ye of little faith let's command this storm let's command these winds peace be still and the stuff was still so sometimes when you rest you wake up with power glory to god <laughs> so yeah that's the what's my that's what my weekend is going to be like for this conversation, this has been a powerful room. This has been a powerful week. And yeah, I'm continuously on my face 
praying to God, like, God, what's the next show? What's the next thing? Because I tell you, now I'm in uh, pre-production and post-production when I do this radio show and podcast. But then on top of that, I be getting so tired, y'all, because y'all have to realize the ministry of Amari's Fan has grown to where we still send out books, notebooks, T-shirts. I was supposed to be coming back doing a TV show, but in the midst of doing pre-production and post-production for the podcast and radio show, I said, man, let me put this TV show down because I don't want to handle too much at once. So right now, y'all, I get the time this weekend to actually step back and see what God finna do as it concerns next month. Y'all know we wrapping up the month come Monday. Monday is the last day of January. And then as we move into February, we're going to talk about the 12 days of love. We're going to talk about love from a relationship standpoint, from a marriage standpoint, from a brother, sister, and body of Christ standpoint standpoint from a leadership standpoint like from just a believer standpoint we're going to talk about love languages we're going to talk about all of that stuff because i definitely believe it's needed but then come monday i don't know y'all i'm praying i'm praying y'all know every monday we do the weekend rewind but i'm praying because god has me stepping out there talking about some bold topics stepping out there and saying some bold things certain things that you know, certain things that I got in trouble for saying publicly a couple of years ago, people are now starting to say. And I'm like, well, God, I was crying out, proclaiming the same thing years ago. But now it's, it's becoming rampant and people see the issue that we're seeing with it. Even when even when we talk about this separation in spirituality and Christianity and all this other stuff. Did y'all know there's a whole, I would say a whole group of people, but there's a whole generation of believers that will claim being spiritual. And claim loving God and growing up in church, knowing the Bible and stuff like that, knowing Jesus. But then your your spirituality is tainted because guess what? Your love is based off of what your horoscope tell you. Your love is based off of the tarot card reader that you seen at the mall that decided to give you a free reading. Come on now. Your, your love is based off of what Pookie and Penny say or what the false prophets say about the real prophet because... That they like what it's, it's it's so distorted and truth be told y'all I'm one of those people I believe my I've been praying on my assignment for years because I used to sit in the closet and cry about it but now as I I step out into a bowling I'm like God I see how hard it was and what I was crying for and whatnot but that doesn't stop me from doing it because truth be told y'all we have this generation out here that has faith but it's 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 perverted they have faith but it's tampered. Like, granted, everybody ain't going to do everything the way we want to do it. Like Miss Lisa say, some people got a my way spirit where they want to do it their way. But then there are some people out here doing it because they don't know no other way. They out here doing stuff because they don't know no other way. They going by what their parents showed them. Granted, some, I ain't going to lie, the church has been hurt for over 20 years. But then we act like, oh, well, now it's just not getting to the point where it's hurt. No, it's just not getting to the point where the government has the ability to shut it down. And we still not doing nothing to combat it. Like there are people out here. That's what who said it. I think Chris got on here said it earlier on. Like social media has become a a fast food church for some people. All you going on there for is snacks. You you you, you ain't growing in the word. You're not getting no milk and no bread and, and no meat for real for real. All you doing is getting on there snack and feeding your flesh, feeding your faith for what you want. Which is why so many people tell me some. Oh yeah, I believe in manifesting certain things. That's because even though you can, I believe the manifestation of the spirit is for all for with all to profit. But at the same time, I believe there's a way that we're supposed to do things. It's not about winning the game. It's about how you win the game. So I'm thinking about having a topic come Monday, even though we're going to do the weekend rewind. I'm thinking about having a real hard conversation uh, concerning Christians, spirituality, 
these horoscopes, these tarot cards, and all this other stuff. Because if we really want true believers to believe in the prophet, believe in the man and woman of God, and all this other stuff, we ought to get back to unifying the faith and stop distorting people, stop talking about people. Like, we be tearing prophets down, we be tearing pastors down, evangelists, like all this other stuff. How we expect people not to be scared of COVID if don't nobody teach on a prophet that can heal? If don't nobody teach on a prophet that can perform miracles? I don't know about y'all, but I told God, God, next time you send me in the church to preach, I better be able to lay hands and cause miracles, cause real healing. I know I can heal through conversation, but I need to be able to heal through supernatural powers too because we have a generation of people that think God still ain't real. That God don't do the supernatural. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm the supernatural happened in my life all the time. That's why I ain't mad when Pastor Charles said, you better put that into the atmosphere. Pastor Charles, if I put it into the atmosphere, it's definitely going to come. It's definitely going to come. That's why I had to put that $100 into the atmosphere. In Jesus' name, I will receive an unexpected $100 in my cash up today. Hallelujah. <laughs> but no, for real, for real, I definitely want to have that conversation. It'll, it's a lot of conversation that I definitely want to have concerning or around the Christian community and the world, around the spiritual community and the world. Sometimes, and I said it so many times today, sometimes we can be so heavily minded that we're no earthly good. Sometimes our clouds can be, our head can be so high in the clouds that we can't come down to help our brother and pick our brother up. Even when I was mentioned earlier, there's a show called Euphoria out right now. Now, granted, if you can't handle it, I don't advise you watching after past episode one. But truth be told, I definitely want to encourage most people to go take a look at it or at least find out what it's about. Because truth be told, they're actually putting the private lives of people and what people are actually going through, what these actually young kids are doing and going through on TV. And oftentimes, because we say, we be like, oh, no, I ain't going to watch that. I don't know what that is. I did that and other. And I understand. But sometimes when you don't have a, 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 a look into certain things, when you don't have insight into certain things, you perceive it differently. Then we talk about that earlier. When you don't have an understanding of certain things, you perceive it earlier. There are so many kids out here on drugs nowadays. There are so many kids out here doing the wrong things nowadays. And we have so many people, instead of trying to bring them out through love, they talking about them, they demonizing them, they preaching at them so dogmatic as though they can't come up, they can't come out. That's why I'm thinking about even having weekends with the prophet, where I have my generation of millennials who are sometimes fearful to come in rooms. We can have rooms where we talk about certain things like that. Because truth be told, these kids believe in God, these people believe in God, these kids have faith and all this other stuff, but it's being distorted. It is being perverted. And it's being discouraged and damaged. And we got to stop doing that. We got to mend the brokenness. We got to mend the brokenness. And we're going to continue to have those conversations as we go into the next month. But the time now is 1057. Time now is 1057. Those were my final remarks. Those were my final remarks for the room. I love you guys. I appreciate everybody. Please pull to refresh to see where you are on the stage. Pull to refresh to see where you are on the stage. And the question of the day, y'all know, since it's Friday, I keep it real simple on Fridays, real spontaneous. And I'm just going to ask, what are you doing this weekend? What's something that you're looking forward to this weekend? I told y'all, I'm looking forward to resting here in God. I plan on writing some prophecies out uh, to uh, this weekend because truth be told, like I told you, I ain't, I ain't wrote a prophecy at over, probably about over six months. I don't think probably since the summertime or the fall. 
And I really need to get back to Ryan because I really need to make sure I'm tracking what God's saying and seeing what God's saying. Because sometimes I hear it, I speak it out loud in prayer. But if I don't write it down, I, sometimes I forget. Y'all know how prophets be, how we be in a mode sometimes and we be praying, we be prophesying, we be releasing stuff and we just be saying stuff and sometimes we won't even be remembering what we be saying. Yeah, I be getting like that sometimes with my prayer. So I be having to get back to the point where I write my stuff down. So I'm getting back to writing. So that's going to be my highlight for the weekend. Um, pull to refresh everybody's see where you guys are on the stage i just wanted you to get final remarks final feedback on the entire room today any other news that we discuss any other conversation and topic we discuss anything that you want to release to the room for this weekend for the month of february whatever the case may be i want you to release that as well as give us something that you're looking forward to for this weekend julie i'm starting with you do 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 Okay, Julie, I'm going to assume you at work. So I'm going to go over to Keith. Keith, it's on you. Do, 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 do. See, the closer you get to 11 o'clock, everybody just be at work. I understand. I understand. Pastor Charles, I'm going to throw it over to you. <laughs> do, 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 do. Yes, sir. It, the room the room was great. Uh, I was uh, only the portion of it, but it was great. And I'm so glad to be able to be a part. Um, I'm just still ever learning and ever hearing and hearing some things and and what you're saying is right um a lot of well i will say this that some things that are happening on tv or different shows that are coming on um kind of gives you a pulse of what's happening in the world so um just be aware of that knowing what to pray for and what to pray against so to speak never to pray against but you know uh lift up your voice to what the truth is that's a big thing oh you mentioned some uh, woman of god passed away who were you, who was that i'm sorry i think i missed that um, hold on. Let me go back to her. She's related to the Boyds. Um, she's connected to Mother Boyd's family. Um, she, I think she, they're connected to that, um, the HOH or Church of God in Christ lineage. Um, and Mother, I think she was literally at Mother Stack's funeral, um, a couple of months ago. Her name is Dorothy Mother Boyd's Boyd. daughter. Yeah, Mother Boyd's daughter. Mother Boyd's daughter. Yeah, Mother Boyd's daughter. Yeah, okay. Dorothy Board Rush is who that is. Oh, okay. So I did see that. I, I didn't quite know her, but uh, we'll definitely keep them in prayer. I just wanted to find out, making sure I didn't miss something here. Thank you. Yeah, I just and, all right. I just got released. Have a great week. I, have to, yeah, I think I saw it. God bless you. What's happening with you? What's going on? Thank you so much, Pastor Charles. Listen. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to throw it over to Miss Nita for a final remarks and question Man. of the day. Um, I am anticipating the all the Lord this morning. Okay. I, I, okay. I'm waiting for the things that the Lord has said to be done in the earth. I am looking. I am waiting like the eagles waited. I'm waiting. I'm looking and I'm waiting for him to do the things that I know he said he's going to do because he's not like a man that he should lie. No, the son of man that he would have to repent. So I trust him. And I'm just so grateful for this room because it, it talked about just a lot of the barriers from seeing the expectations of the Lord and also how to overcome those things. And I'm just so grateful that this room was made today. It has been a blessing in my life this morning. Thank you so much, Miss Nita. Hey, I've seen you. You've came in here before, right? Yes, I have been in here. 
Okay, awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much for actually coming up on the stage for the first time. Um, like I tell everybody, I love for people to come up and interact with us because this is what this is supposed to be. Even though this is a clubhouse, uh, this is clubhouse space and whatnot, we love treating this like a radio show. So we love for people to come up and interact with us, be our special guests for the day and all that good jazz. So thank you so much for not only being an avid listener, for coming back to the room, but for taking the time to come up and participate today. It really means a lot to me. Well, anybody up? Prophet Christian, final remarks, question of the day, sir. Prophet Christian over there being friendly and talking to everybody. That would have pulled. I think Brother Keith is back. All right, Keith, it's on you. There was a question of the day. If it was, I missed it. Oh, so final remarks for the room, and then the question of the day is, what are you looking forward to this weekend? Oh, okay. Um, I enjoyed the room with the parts I could catch. Um, people calling in for some reason on a Friday. It's Friday. I don't know what you possibly want with insurance on a Friday. But anyway. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, yeah, I did enjoy the parts that I did catch. Um, I think that was when Dr. Lewis was... Um, giving his dissertation in between him and um sister Nita, they were giving their dissertation. So I did enjoy that part as, as to what I could catch what I'm looking forward to this weekend. Um, I'm just looking forward to being off. I'm just, that's just really what I'm looking forward to. Um, I have a funeral this weekend of, uh, someone in my old the church. I used to do praise and worship at for about six years. Um, here in Columbia, they passed away. So I, I got to sing it that, um, other than that, I'm just really looking forward to being off. I, it has been a long week. I have talked with old people all week long, no, no prejudice um, intended, but I have talked to people all week long and I'm just ready to not be on the phone. That I'm just, that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm just ready to not be at work. Talk about and it, sir. Everybody have a good day. Talk about it, sir. That's how you know when you grown for real, for real. Because you be ready to be off work on the weekend. You especially when you got a real job, like when I'm real nine to five, that you gotta go in five days a week and work them eight hours and you gotta spend eight hours talking to people, doing stuff, and you just be wanna lay down. Like, oh, keep trust me, I'm looking forward to it as well, bro. I can't wait to just be off, just chill out, lay down, be like, I ain't doing nothing. I just watch TV on the weekends all week. Just watch TV and chill, read a book at nine then, and then cook. And see, I can't even I can't even do that because you know on the weekends is when I try to dedicate that to seeing how I'm gonna get my business off the ground. Oh yeah. During, during the week. And um other about that. And oh y'all, I'm closer to my arm um, surgery. Praise God. Okay, yeah, I'm gone. See y'all later. Hey man, listen, you better be careful this weekend. Watch it. Watch it. Don't be having no slip ups this weekend. <laughs> nope, I'm doing listen, good. this is all right, all right. Well, listen, we're going to come back and check on you Monday. Yeah, I know Monday we're doing the weekend rewind. And then, like I said, we're going to probably do some news and hot topics, but then we're going to talk about this spirituality piece. We're going to talk about this unknown. Thank you for being down there in the audience, man. Thank you for being in the room. Um, I've seen in a couple of other spaces before, and I never knew I was going to follow you, but I'm going to definitely follow you, my guy, because you give a lot of wisdom um, in rooms, and I definitely want to hear your opinion on certain things. Um, But yeah, guys. Make sure y'all come back. Make sure y'all encourage somebody to listen to the podcast, which is available on Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, 
iTunes, you know, all the podcast platforms. Make sure y'all go back and listen to the replays and the podcast because a lot of things that we talk about in this room are evolutionary conversations. We don't just talk about one thing and then move on. No, we talk about evolutionary conversation that produces action. Why do I do that? Because oftentimes when I get advice from my elders and my peers and stuff like that, I put them into action. I put them into place. And yeah, there are going to be some ups and downs, some pros and cons, but that doesn't stop me from doing it. That means I come back the next day, learn how I can do it better. Just like when I was playing football, just like when I was running track, just because I didn't get the touchdown that day in practice, just because I got sacked that day in practice, doesn't mean I cannot come back to practice the next day next day and still get better because the game is still ahead so listen we're coming back monday to give all that good jazz to talk about some of the stuff that we went through this weekend some of the stuff that we've seen this weekend some of the stuff that's on our heart and we're going to prep for february because y'all know tuesday starts the month of february the month of love black history month one of the things that we're even doing during black history month is i'm gonna take time out of the show to highlight a black a black person who would have did something. I'm telling you, I already know who I'm starting off with on day one. My mentor off Top Street. I'm starting off with my mentor, Sharon Christberg. And I'm going to give y'all some history about her and all that other stuff. But we doing that all next week. So make sure y'all listen to the podcast. Y'all following the room, following the club. And y'all abreast to everything that's going on in this room and in this space. Listen, I'm going to ask Pastor Charles, if you can, to give us a closing prayer. And then we're going to close this room. Oh, Lord, we thank you for this wonderful day. We thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your loving kindness, your tender mercies, God, for everything, Lord, our our ears have heard in this place. And we thank you, Lord, for uh, Amarius, God, and for Prophet Amarius, that you are going to continue to, Lord, overshadow him with your glory and power, Lord, with wisdom, with understanding, with everything, Lord, is needed to do his job. We thank you, Father, for everybody that's in this room, that, Lord, your glory and your power will manifest. We thank you, Lord, for just keeping us, Lord, your people. You promised, Lord, that you would keep that which we commit to you against that day. What day is that, Lord? We should care whatever day is getting ready to come that you promised you would keep us. So, Lord, we commit ourselves to you. Lord, we yield this day, the rest of this day, to you. Let your glory and power happen. Thank you for this weekend. Thank you, Lord, for... Just, just, Lord, showing yourself off as the mighty God, we declare in Jesus' name, let it be so, as the prophet has said, concerning the money in his, in his account, and Lord, in other, other accounts here as well. Let your grace, your mercy, your peace, your joy in the Holy Ghost be with us and in us. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name, I thank you so much. Listen, Pastor Charles, I love you. I love every moderator on the stage. I love my special guest, Miss Anita. Everybody that's down there in the listening lounge and the VIP, thank you so much for coming in. I love you guys. I'm praying for you guys. And I will see you again Monday morning at 8 a.m. for Waking Up With The Prophet. Y'all be blessed. This room is ending in three, two, one.